get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Yeah. What up, though? Oh, what up, though? This is the third week in a row. I wasn't ready. Third week in a row. I get you every time. When I ask you to, are you ready? And you like, fuck the other podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice you were like, you like, are you ready? Like, you didn't give you a chance to say, yeah, I'm ready. You're just like, are you ready? What up, though? Because I figured I would have kept doing that for the next, like, five minutes. Like, you ready? You'd be like, yeah. That's no, true. Let me that is true. Off. I figure if I just start. Like, uh, yeah, I'm ready. Just let me go pee right quick. Let me light up a new cigar and uh, let me. Yes, yeah, so I do. I, I do. Balance the, my checkbook. I do the are you ready just to get you ready. <laughs> like, you know, so after that, you be finished. So anyway, welcome to the 55th episode of the Rope Dope Podcast. And we have two guests today. Well, I was sort of guests because our mics, don't, our mics don't. Yeah. Uh, our mics don't pick up too much, but, you know, you're still free to talk. Yeah. And you'll probably be picked up. Uh, last week we picked up airplanes. It, it was a busy night last Wednesday. Yeah, because it was like planes going past every like five ten minutes or whatever. Like like the first like I think the first minute you just heard all you heard was just airplane. Like it just took over our voice. We couldn't hear nothing. Was oh. it, there was a thing though that they said that there was like some planes that had got grounded by United earlier in the day. So they uh we're we're assuming that's what it was. Like these were flights that maybe got grounded earlier and they were just like. I don't know catching up, but it was oh, like, it was a gl- it was some glitch, uh, some computer uh, glitch that had all United flights down last week. Yeah, um, so so uh, we're back, and this is the is this the second or third week we've done the uh, mystery liquor. Third, this third week. Third. All right, so last yeah. week we had uh, the cake batter or cake. something like that. Cake. Well, it's right there. Uh, epic cake. All right, so at Wine Palace, they have, I'm paying attention, in the front, they have these two shopping carts, and they're like discounted liquors. And so we've been fishing through those, trying to find something that's... Is it four for ten? They're not that good. <laughs> not, not that quite. much. They have a couple that's ten uh, or less than ten, and then the rest of them are like basically 20 bucks. Um, damn, the first one, I can't even remember what the first one we had, but last week we had this... this it was some kind of rum, wasn't it? Yeah, I go with that. I don't, <laughs> it was some kind of rum. I don't think I have the bottle no more. Yeah, it was, it was a light skinned rum. Light skinned rum. So we had that last the three weeks ago. Last week we had this cake one we had uh, with um, cream soda. Cream soda, which is actually pretty good. That was um, all me. That was all me. Yeah, he picked that Taking one. And then this week, uh, I found this uh, citrus citrus rum with uh, natural lemon, grapefruit, and orange zest flavors. Ooh. Right. Tell the listeners about that price, though. Right. So that was <laughs> seven ninety nine. So with two pops, it came up to like twelve bucks, eleven bucks. Oh, uh, still didn't beat me. Yeah, how much? I think I spent. Um, I think I spent eight dollars for the bottle, and then I got two Fagos for like a dollar a piece, something like that. I think my total was like ten or eleven dollars. Yeah, well, that's yeah. So I, you I said did the you same shit. You said you spent twelve. Well, so. nah, I'm looking at our price collection. <laughs> It's, 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 it is actually the same thing. Yeah, you got an eight dollar bottle and, and then the two uh, and two fagos. I didn't even so realize yeah, I spent the same. I didn't realize I was doing the same thing. But yeah, I think our goal is to to keep going cheap, find find cheap new uh, liquors. Uh, 
<laughs> Discontinued and, liquors. We right. so fucking broke. What is the dollar per buzz ratio, y'all? <laughs> dollar to buzz. Dollar to uh, I think we, we end up drinking so much, we never even think about it. Um, mm. We get toasted, I guess I could say that. <laughs> we get toasted. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's we don't it. get toasted like I got toasted last week, man. We... If y'all don't listen, y'all didn't listen to it. Uh, me and uh, my fiance, Kat, who is here right now. Okay, I thought she was gonna say something, but I guess she's uh, all <laughs> like, of a sudden microphone shy. <laughs> but um, and uh, my other friend Bria, we recorded a um, a Game of Thrones podcast, which is on the What Up Though feed if you haven't noticed it. And we recorded it just because we're all huge Game of Thrones fans, so we recorded a. Game of Thrones season five wrap up and season six predictions podcast. <sighs> man, I almost want to. Would I tell you how drunk I fucking got, man? Like, listen, if we I didn't actually listen to the episode, but we skimmed through it, and like the last what was it, maybe like 15, 20 minutes or something like that. Man, I was like slurring. You couldn't understand shit. I, I couldn't understand what I was saying. So you know, I was fucked up. Have y'all got any feedback on the uh, SoundCloud page? Um, I don't know if there's any feedback on a SoundCloud page. I think I got a couple tweets saying that they thought it was good, but nobody's commented on how drunk I sounded. So, but I, I know that's not a testament to me not sounding that drunk because I, I know they're just the, they must just be ignoring it because there's no way. Like I sounded really fucked up, and it made me wonder if I've sounded that fucked up on this podcast before. Well, yeah, because I remember getting feedback of uh, people saying you were drunk for like other podcasts. But I could sound drunk without sounding like that bad. Like I sounded really bad. Like man, I want to listen. Like it was the end of like a two a.m. clubbing, dr- like an official drinking day, where like I was out at like the club at like ten p.m. drinking. <laughs> And drinking strong up until two two thirty in the morning, drunk. Like I sounded fucked up. You ever watch uh, Game of Thrones? No. Well, you're welcome to leave. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't. I, I just started watching uh, like last week. Oh. So thoughts uh, <laughs> and watch your words. <laughs> um, Be careful what you say. I'm still learning characters, uh, but it's 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 starting to get good already. I'll say that much. Well, it's only uh, ten episodes. They can't waste too much time. I think the How many seasons has it has it five? been on? Five. Five. Yeah, so what channel? And what network is this on? HBO. HBO. Y'all got HBO? Yes. No, okay. Well, well now you, you really have no excuse when I haven't you seen watch it. Ballers? Have y'all watched that? That's no, I didn't I I, I I thought it looked whack, so I didn't really feel like watching it. How is it? It's actually it's actually pretty good. It's that, already been renewed for a second is season. Is that HBO? What? Yeah. Yes, HBO. It's actually yeah. it's pretty good. It comes on right it. It premiered the week after Game of Thrones ended with uh, True Detective. So I think it comes on after True Detective. But yeah, it's already been renewed for a second season. Yeah, I don't have HBO, but I probably could just find episodes. Um, the Cruise was on there, I think, uh, last week. Hmm. So they actually have actual you know, NFL players you know, do cameos on there, play themselves. I feel uh, like it's like... Now, is it a football show? Yes, it's actually about uh, retired... Uh, Football NFL player uh, Dwayne Johnson, the Rock's playing part of that guy, and he's now in a financial advisor uh, firm or whatever, and he's trying to, you know, recruit these NFL players to, uh, you know, go to the financial firm because hmm. he wound up squandering a bunch of money 
and he's doing this. This is his job now. So he's trying to make money, but he's also trying to look out for some of the younger players coming in after him to make sure they don't make the same financial mistakes he made. Hmm. Oh, uh, when I looked at the previews, it looked like a black entourage or something. So I was like, eh, because I watched entourage for maybe like... I watched for a few. A few I watched for a few episodes, I and I was like, a, I don't get this. I don't I get this show's few, popularity I for at all. A few seasons. Um, it was okay, but then I stopped one season, and then I just never continued. I stopped. Maybe I don't know how many seasons that was. I, I watched maybe four seasons of it, but it, I don't know. I just I just lost interest in it in it fast. But what I was telling them is, um, you got through four that, seasons. You didn't lose interest too fast. Well, I, I didn't make it through the first one. It, it was kind of. I don't know. I don't even know what the premise of it was. I think he was a. Uh, he, the main character was a movie star, and it was basically his boys living with him, they and all the, the movie of that. Did they just made a movie. Yeah, they just made a movie about it. Um, Which I don't think anyone went to go see, even though it yeah, was I incredibly heard, hyped. I haven't heard, but I haven't heard anything about. That I haven't movie. heard too much about the the movie. So I think they hyped Ant Man more than that. Didn't they? They've hyped everything more than that. Yeah. Well, it was hyped up. It was hyped up by Entourage fans. Like, oh, I can't wait to see this. But like, it dropped incredibly low key. And I don't know, I've not heard anyone say, yeah, I saw the Entourage movie, it was dope. I haven't heard anybody talk about that movie at all. Like, I feel like nobody saw it. This is this is probably the most I've heard about the movie. And we right. ain't talked about it at all. But right. <laughs> this is the most. This is the most I've heard about the movie. I think um, maybe they suffered from, like, waiting until 40 years after the show was over to make the movie. <laughs> it's like, maybe if yeah, you watched the, sh- the movie at the end of the last yeah, the season of the show. Off, the show's been off for, like, a few years now. Yeah, in fact, the show's been off for a long time. I forgot it was even on. Right, yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure the show's been off for a while, but yeah, I, I didn't have any interest in that. And Baller struck me as like black entourage. I mean, obviously the Rock's not black, black, but like when I watched it, it just seemed more like a a hood version of Entourage. Well, but it's, it's it's actually better than I thought it was gonna be. You know, in my opinion, I mean, you know, you might watch the episode and be like, oh man, this is you know, this, pretty this, good, or you might watch it and say this shit yeah, trash. This is garbage. Right. Watch it. I may check a few episodes out. I like. I don't. I haven't watched too many black shows. It's about like I don't watch Power. I started Power, and that's the one with uh, the Fifty Cent producers. With yeah, uh, yeah. I've watched a little bit of it. It's on Stars. I actually, don't have Stars. Nobody has it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what. what, I don't know. (laughs) Nobody has Stars. Random cable channel. I actually was able to catch it, and I started watching it, and now I. We we have anymore, so. we have stars because my, my it's not like a stars free my, preview. That my, part, you probably caught it. My, <laughs> my brother recorded on our DVR and comes over randomly to catch up. So that's how I know that it was, <laughs> we have it because he has it on our DVR and shit. Uh, so he would come over. To, <laughs> no offense to your brother, but uh, niggas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he would come over to wash clothes and he like oh, I'll be in the basement. And I go in the basement. He catching up on fucking. He shows probably and, ma- shit. and then he probably had a nerve to be mad as. Fuck if you like stop the DVR or like deleted the recording. I can just see him. Hey man, did, uh, did, did the episode stop showing? Oh, I deleted it. The DVR was getting kind of full. What? Oh, and you know. So what? you over here doing your laundry for free, right? <laughs> trying to catch up on the st- oh, power for free. And, yeah, and my wife is notorious for, for erasing shows. Like, Ooh. she has this thing where she doesn't like the the, the feed to be over like 50, 60 percent full. So hmm. she just starts deleting stuff. Huh? And I'm like, so wait, could you <laughs> interesting. Make, did you do that? No, the problem is the opposite. She needs to do that. Oh, Our okay. DVR stays at like 89% full 
because she has she has like no I'm not exaggerating it would be like 89% full because there's like 40 movies on it and it's not movies like oh I need to see this it's movies that she likes and has seen like 9 million times and like she but just wants to be space. on deck why not exactly that's we don't have a space it's 89% full <laughs> like if, we had, if she had movies on there and we were 10% full fuck it keep your movies but like how you gonna have like a movie you've seen 14 times on a DVR when we 89% full and I want to record shit that's actually coming on. Like, well, my nephew man. records shows that that are on Netflix. So I'm like, dude, just watch. Netflix. Wait, what? He's recorded like series. How do you like, record oh, something on? I Netflix? I mean, I'm saying he records it that he can watch on Netflix. Oh, oh, he, okay, yeah. So we'd be like, this is shit is on. Yeah, like this shit is on. Why, why, why don't you just watch it there then? And so, but yeah, so I don't know. I have, and then especially once we started having uh, when we got HD package, so they take up a lot more space. So then it'd be like, because I used to record all of uh, First 48. So it's all reruns anyway. But I would record all of it. And every day she like, so you go watch some? I'm like, no, I'm just, you know. <laughs> the thing is, I'm, I'm almost certain I've watched every First by 48. T- by the time I come back, you better have watched at least 10 episodes of First 48. So, so then one day I was just, I got tired of her nagging me about it. So I just deleted all of it. So then she goes in and she's like, why'd you delete all of them i'm like what the fuck i'm like i can't win like you got pissed off because it was so many so i'm like fuck it i just deleted all of them but now i'm just mad because i deleted them like i did it out of spite like it doesn't matter it's done they're gone now well you did say i got sick of her bitching so i deleted all of them well, i didn't tell her that but you know uh i just deleted them and then she went in there on her daily mission of seeing what's on there like so why'd you delete all your shows i'm like don't you remember this conversation about wanting to free it up so but I'm almost certain I've seen every every first 48. And I don't know what what really got me about the show, but I, I would sit there and watch hours and hours of that shit. I don't know wow. why. You ever watch Forensic Files? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she watches that too, so we watch. We, sometimes we watch that together. I think it's about the show that we don't watch together that she looks on and wants to, like, delete. But all her shows, she keep on there and shit. Okay, I think this could be an interesting podcast topic. What are her shows? Um, I don't even know. Oh, wow. I don't even pay attention. She she watches. She don't, well, she doesn't do it as much anymore because most of the stuff we have on there now is stuff that we end up watching together, like uh, diners, drives, and dine-ins. I always get that mixed wow. up. Yeah, you yeah. totally butcher that. Is name. it diners, drives, or the diners, diners drive-ins, drive-ins and dives? See, I always get the drive-in part not in the order. Well, it doesn't but, matter because he doesn't go to those anyway. Who? Guy Ferrari, he doesn't. He doesn't go to drive-ins. You ever seen him at a drive-in? So why is it even on there? I don't know. It's just because diners. He's and never been to a drive-in. Like, it's ever. just either diners and dives ever. I've never seen him at a drive-in. Yeah. So now uh, it's just either that or uh, renovation realities. Oh, okay. the ones we end up watching together. And I only have a few that I watch separate now because I I've watched. I seem like I've watched all of the shows that I was recording. So now I think I record like unsung. And that comes on like what every once a week or something like that. You asking the wrong uh, dude? I don't know. Yeah, so I've maybe seen one episode of Unsung ever. Really? Yeah. It, I don't know. For some reason, it comes on when I'm. But it comes I, on. I was Wednesday, about to make so. an excuse and say it comes on whenever I don't. Whenever I'm doing something, those are my excuses. I don't care. Well, it comes like, on, it's always about like it comes on on Wednesdays. They rerun the hell out oh. of it too. So. Yeah, they yeah. do. I don't know. I just don't. Well, if I have free time shit. to watch TV, I'm not going to turn on... What's it come on? TV One or some shit? Yeah. I, I feel like that's like... Uh, what's that channel? Like, 
black Hallmark or something. Like it's like old. Like old black shit. Well, like, I will say that I like TV One is all Sanford and Son and like Good Times. Two two seven. Yeah, uh, it's an encore channel like that. Like different two two seven, dog. Two two seven. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. For some reason, I don't feel like watching like old black TV. Like, like I got too much shit that, that's current that I want to watch that I'm never gonna be like. I got some free time. Let me turn on TV One and watch uh, old episodes of Sanford think, and Son. I think I don't, I, don't I don't think I think Martin shows on there. I don't know. Yep. I don't. I catch Martin all the time. Um, well, Martin is an old show now. Like I mean, looking like twenty years, man. Different world. I think. Yeah. Like see. So it's, stuff like that. Did, 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 did y'all watch a different world? Like I watched it when it was. I, oh, I watched that religiously. That actually made me want to go to college. Actually. I watched, I watched it, but not religiously. Like if it was on, I would watch it, but I wasn't like, oh, I love different worlds. So when it got added to I Netflix and everybody went crazy, I didn't care. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I, I see a lot of people it. talking about it. But I never really, I never really care for it that much. I can't, I can't remember a specific episode to say that was my favorite because I have no idea. I haven't watched enough to have a favorite episode. I just at all. Only thing I, re- only thing I really remember is. Uh, um, I remember Kadeem, all Kadeem, the characters. The uh, Kenny Hardinson, he was dating the uh, the Korean or Asian chick. Who? No, she was dating Jasmine guy. Yeah. No, yeah, her. But he had this uh, mix. Oh, yeah, that, those were later episodes. Yeah, that was for later episodes. Uh, you lost me. I don't. All I know you is remember, in the beginning he was after Lisa. Well, yeah, yeah, he was after her. But then, after Lisa but then he all I know is Whitley or whatever. Yeah, Jasmine Whitley. guy's character. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is it ja- ja- is, no Whitley? Yeah, Whitley. Jasmine Guy's character's name Whitley. Yeah, so he was he was back and forth dating her throughout the whole thing. But then later it was just Kinu, like Kinu was the. Uh, I don't that know. I want to say she was mixed, but I know she yes, has. She was. She was like black Asian or yeah. something that like sounds, that. Sounds the name sounds vaguely familiar, but I have no clue. Uh, I don't know if it was Japan or China. Yeah, somewhere. So he started dating her, and then. That, but I guess that was later on in the years of the show. I wasn't watching. I was watching when he was dating Jasmine Guy. Like I don't even. I barely have any remembrance of when Jada Pinkett was on it. I remember her on there. Yeah, I remember her on there. I remember, but like I don't remember her. She was like, like a, she, had, she got her big break, really. Yeah, right, but was, I, like I don't remember. I wasn't really watching it because she was. When I she thought was she was, on was the dating. Show. No, was she dating some like? I'm gonna say Rastafarian. Some like. <laughs> Ethnic black guy or some shit Freddy. like that. that <laughs> oh, that was them, right? That natural was hair. Uh, he was dating Durden. natural hair yeah. on Twitter. She was dating. Yeah, that was him. Right, right. So that was her. Never mind. So Jasmine got. <laughs> so Jasmine got didn't. I mean, uh, so she never dated Jada Pinkett's character. Never dated Dwayne. No. Oh, okay. They had an episode when he was her. Where he touched her titty. Instru- <laughs> 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 yeah. No, he was her. He was the calculus instructor. Or whatever. Taking a page out of Bill Cosby book. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know too many people that take pages out of his books. I hope not. I hope you don't know anybody that takes pages out of Bill Cosby book. I put a Quaalude in your pudding pop. So Quaalude is a mixture. From what I don't know if it is. I I feel like I don't know. I don't know. It was a Facebook. Some people talking about it on Facebook, and they were saying, "Do you know what a Quaalude is? What Quaalude is?" I, I bet he does. Gotta be some type of white guy. I'm just. The quaalude is a mixture of. <laughs> I'm assuming it's something like. Uh, he had assuming to like play off that. It, oh, anyway, I'm just assuming it's something like uh, that. Uh, 
was that that date rape drug or whatever? That yeah, it is. But see, I thought it. Was, I always thought it was just a pill. But for some people, it was explaining on on Facebook that it was like a mixture of an alcoholic drink and some other pill. Like I thought it was just a straight pill that like people. Ex- oh, like like ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. Anything like just a straight a straight tablet or a pill, or whatever. Well, but from what I saw, they were saying it was like if you mix it with a drink, that's what a quaalude is. But well, I have no idea. What I was told was like when the article first broke. I mean, not the article first broke. When the story first broke, and somebody posted an article, I was like, "Well, I'm confused because it said that." Bill Cosby was giving chicks quaaludes, but then in the next sentence it said he was giving them Benadryl. And I'm like, Benadryl is an over-the-counter allergy drug. I'm like, that Benadryl's not illegal. I was like, I was like, it seemed to me like, I was like, how is he giving them? How do you? How is the headline like quaaludes? And then you read and it's like Benadryl. And I'm like, I don't get it. It can't be. Just but then fucking. somebody commented on my question saying that quaaludes was Benadryl plus like cognac or something like that. So maybe it's like what he was saying. Maybe like it's, it's a mixture. So maybe Quaaludes isn't an actual physical drug. It's a, a, mixture, a mixture of something. Alcohol, like you said, something else. And possibly any drug. Maybe it's like, a, like you know, if you give somebody, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know date rapes. But, like, if it's something like. Yeah, but whatever it is, maybe, maybe it's when you give somebody something that's normal and you mix it with a drink. And I, it makes me wonder, like, so is it Quaaludes if, like. Like, for instance, they say you can't take, uh, I don't know, like, a painkiller, like aspirin or something like that, with alcohol. So if you give somebody aspirin and then say, hey, get drunk, is it now you gave them quaaludes? Like, I, I don't know. All right, so check this out. I just found something about it. You found uh, a Wikipedia the power you found a Wikipedia page he made about no. quaaludes? What? No, it's like <laughs> the Wikipedia page was basically saying it was, a, it was just a straight pill, just straight drug. But this other page... I mean, I'm, I'm reading this thing from Time. It said, by the mid-60s, the pill was being manufactured in the U.S. Um, and prescribed to housewives with trouble <laughs> controlling their nerves and sleeping. But soon, another use of the drug was discovered. Mix it with alcohol and achieve a drunken, sleepy high. So maybe it was it just a pill, but to enhance it, they were using alcohol. That just sounds like beer to me. Like I, I drink beer and get a drunken, sleepy high. <laughs> right, right, exactly. That's what I was thinking. You just can't do it with alcohol, so... I guess that was, I don't know. But the real question that I want that I want answered, why would you wait 20, 30, 40 years later to come out and try to condemn this man now? If he was actually doing all that that they said he was doing, why did somebody not come forward then? Why would you wait till now? Well, that's the thing. We had a... Uh, I think I said it was people that came for it, but they... That was the problem. The people that he came for it, but shit. they were either getting bought off or their stories wasn't being believed, and so it just went under the rug. From all the stuff that I've read about it, yeah, we we had talked. Yeah, we had a bunch of episodes. We look at. But I guess I guess in you want to move your chair closer, so <laughs> if you want to participate, we can ensure yeah, that you'll be heard. Looks like I'm getting picked up now. I see all those the squeaky Yeah, I, yeah. That's um, the scientific term that we use for yeah. how we know how well our levels are getting picked yeah, up. Yeah, we were like, yeah, like hey, you see squeaky lines? Yeah, we were we good. good. But no, uh, I guess we talked about it before, and I was like, and I guess in defense of like women that came about. If, you know, being that he was such a star, if he, if he was, like, drugging these, like, normal normal women, no celebrity status, any of that, and they were coming out about it. I mean, and you think about in the, like, 70s, 80s or whatever, it wasn't no social media. It wasn't, like, a story can be really pushed that wasn't, like, pushed by any, like, major backing, like, any news or any of that nature. But if, you know, you have Bill Cosby, 
you know, the superstar dad, you know, any stories that's probably coming out about him may not get far because of like he wouldn't do that. That's Bill Cosby. But at the end of the day, this is what I don't I don't get. Okay, it, you know, at the end of the day, he's still a black man. So I, I'm just wondering how come they didn't try to, you know, rake him over the coals back then. Black, famous. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 maybe I just, they did. I don't. I don't but maybe they did, but like in the seventies, there was no outlet for that. So it's probably like they, if, like, say for instance, you were one of. I would imagine that of the what, what they say, like fifty women have come out against him now. We'll say like of those fifty women that they might have been like in the seventies. Maybe even that was like I wouldn't want to say the norm, but maybe that if you were a person, a woman in the seventies who was fucking with Bill Cosby or whatever, not fucking with him, like, legit, but, like, just dealing with him or whatever, that maybe that sort of thing wasn't so uh, taboo to the point where if you come out and say it, it's gonna get, it's basically going to be ignored. So maybe they came out and said something, but it was kind of brushed over, or he, like I said, he paid him off, or whatever. It was not that big a, not that big a deal back then. But now in this age of social media where you can come out and fucking, you can... If you were one of them women, you can go on Twitter and be like, yeah, Bill Cosby raped me. And then 30 minutes later, there's a million retweets and everybody knows about it. Now you can actually get your story out there. So I just feel like maybe like back in the 70s, they probably weren't really able to like get it out there like that. Or it was so uh, accepted in that in that scene back then that they really never felt like they could even say anything and actually be believed. Like, people just be like, they write it off. Like, that's just what niggas do. Like, you know. When you, when you think about this, though, Mike Tyson went to jail. But that was the 90s, though. Yeah, but they still didn't have Twitter and all this other, you know, you didn't have Yeah, but it was, uh, but, but it was, but to put that in perspective, right, that was Robin Givens and it was the 90s. Givens, like, what if we're talking about the 70s and the chick is like a waitress random at, at, right, random waitress. Waitress at a, a dive bar What am I going to do against Bill Cosby, who is, at his peak, and I mean, right. he was like, not at his peak, his peak was the Cosby show, but like in the 70s, Bill Cosby was like, huge comedian, huge stand-ups, uh, movies. Boy, movie star, him yeah, he was a movie star. Those, yep, those he, yeah, he was he was a huge star even back then. So like, and you just random waitress with no outlets, no media, you can't be random waitress and go to NBC like, yeah, Bill Cosby raped me, then get the fuck out of here. But now you can be random waitress and be like, and tweet. At Bill Cosby raped me, and now people are going to listen. So and, I think maybe and, that and, and is that, probably the difference. Okay, now, do you think anything, any type of criminal action will be taken against him? I heard that now. this. No, I heard that the statute of limitations on that shit limits that. So like, I feel like it's. I think I heard that it's basically too late. So like just the, trying to tarnish like his his legacy because one of his shows are. I mean, I guess they uh, one network stopped running. A lot he of them, runs, they started, uh, yeah, they had started a lot it. of his shows and stuff. But so, okay, but so right now you're trying to you're going to defame this guy's name, not saying he didn't do anything or there was nothing suspect done about it. But okay, he's an old man now. What are you gaining from this now? I don't. Know, I, I think it's. I think it's the show that you know they can't stuff like that just can't be tolerated no matter how long because a lot of stuff really started coming out when his he had sealed documents. In a court case in 2005, where he admitted to drugging, but they weren't. It was sealed documents, so they weren't able to release it. So a lot of the stuff recently has become from that. So it's like 
you know, he went on saying that he never drugs, he's never raped any woman. But in 2005, he actually said it in court. But it, it was the same, and I don't know if it's the same girl or not, but in that same sealed document, he ended up paying a girl off to go to school. Like, you know, this is the settlement of, I don't say settlement. <laughs> but he said and, if you get good grades. Yeah, you get, <laughs> it was dependent on getting good grades. Right. Like, so basically, like I pay for your college if you give me that 3.0 GPA. For, so she had to maintain the 3.0. And so basically, that went under because he paid her in a settlement and to go to school and so forth like that. So And you got to think if he, if it's the 70s or even the 80s and you're again, you're virtually nobody cuz like of the people who've come out against him, well like one or two was famous maybe. Right. So like if you're essentially a nobody in the 70s or 80s and you hanging out with Bill Cosby, you drinking and you say, "Hey, you know, hey, I got a headache." And then he slides you some shit and then you wake up and he's inside you <laughs> like <laughs> and then he's also putting poppy. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so yeah, I, I, I mean, what you? But I mean, and then what, what are you really gonna do? Like, you can't. Re- well, you gonna come out and be like Bill Cosby raped me? They gonna be like, fuck out of here, you know? So like, and I wonder, like, you know, of all those those drugs, like, how many women didn't know what the fuck happened? Like. They was with him. He got fucked. Up. I, I don't know what they the, knew. They could. Pro- I think they they probably knew, but they just felt like there was even there was no real point. Whereas, like you asked, what's the point right now? And I think the point right now is to be like, this guy isn't what you thought he was, and to like, if you were a victim of something like that, to get your story out there, actually have one an audience and two actually be taken seriously. Because I I. Truly believe, like, in the 70s or 80s, if somebody had come out against him, they would have been brushed to the side. Like, whatever. Like, he's fucking, he's like the fucking golden he's like child. The, he's like, like the, the, the black dad of TV. Yeah. Like, you know, and I don't think... Is there anybody now that we can compare to that? No. No, I, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. I, well, especially black. Like, I mean, if somebody came out and was like, this person in 2015, this person raped me, and everybody was like, get the fuck out of here. I don't know. Is there anybody like that? No. Mr. Drummond, so shit, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mr. Drummond, you know what I mean, like, uh, no, current person though, like an uh, actual 2015 celebrity. Because I, I think in this, especially right now, with like all the shit that's coming out about Bill Cosby, like I don't think there's anybody you could say that against, and you wouldn't be taken seriously. It could be anybody, and they'd be like, okay, we need to listen to this person. Like, ain't nobody above getting checked on that. Like nah. you could, you get looked into. It don't matter who it is. Shit, I don't know. Yeah, uh, maybe it was like somebody who's just like generally deemed like not really fuckable. <laughs> like maybe they'd be like, I don't know. But even then, they'd be like, Well, he's not fuckable. So that was the reason. I was about to say, yeah, that's the <laughs> reason. I was thinking like, I don't know. The first one you said just unfuckable person. I'm thinking like, so it came out and say like Forrest Whitaker was like <laughs> date, date, date raping chick, <laughs> and you like. Now we got a name no, for episode, or like you know, or just the opposite of somebody that people have liked, say like Tom Cruise or some shit. Was they be like, why the fuck did he have to do that? You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, so yeah, crazy. So we gonna name this episode Forrest Whitaker raped me. No, maybe I sure not, because I feel not. like we're gonna get like sued yeah. or something. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. he's gonna see that out of his good eye and be like, uh, I don't know. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a butler. It wasn't a butler. I still wonder if there's anybody who people would side eye if you said that they they raped you though. Like somebody who has such a good rep. 
reputation. <laughs> Russell Wilson. <laughs> that or, sh- <laughs> or Russell Wilson raped me. No, Wouldn't nobody believe that shit. Nobody, especially since he's holding off uh, uh, with Sierra. So have you heard? I don't know if you're familiar. With any, so I guess Sierra. He the, made a face singer, like, who is that? Sierra, the singer. Are <laughs> yeah, you familiar? Okay. So her and Russell Wilson are dating, and they decided to abstain from sex until they get married. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't I know. I kind of believe it. So she just abstaining from sex from, with him. <laughs> so you like she's out fucking come on now you can't tell me she has not had sex ever before. well uh, no no they said with, no no no, no yeah. just well, abstaining in their relationship they want to abstain yeah 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 yeah, 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 with each other, yes. yeah, yeah. So, I thought your implication was well, that she's not fucking was, him but she's fucking somebody else she might be like she's I, fucking Percy Harvin or some shit <laughs> my thing is okay I don't know why, why would you want to do that now you know, that's with, what you know, a lot of people's know, question I, I, is. I, I don't understand that. I can see if, if a woman or a man has never had sex, you know, both virgins, and I can see them saying, "We're gonna, I, you know, I've waited this long, so I want to wait till we're married." Well, I, blah blah blah. But how you it's, okay? Just gonna fall off the wagon now? I mean, you know. Yeah, a lot of people said that. Like, what's the point? Yeah, like, that, exactly. What? Is what the why? Point? Like, you're not unvirgin now because you're not fucking your current guy. Like, yeah. They really to me that would be like uh, Kim Kardashian saying that to uh, <laughs> you know to the to the next guy. Are you implying that Kim Kardashian is a kind of a hoe or something? Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just. Well, I think that's just because I, not, I, I believe I, uh, I, I'm just saying I've seen her swallow cum. <laughs> I've seen it. Like I've physically seen it. Um, but I guess because he's a Christian and he wants to, you know, in their walk before they, you know, get married, he's a full Christian and I don't know I've assumed she is or becoming or whatever case maybe that's going to strengthen their you know I've seen the video for oh she ain't no full Christian well now she <laughs> is I guess I don't know uh, but it had a video well, I've seen her fuck the floor well she's, the thing she's is if she a, came up with that uh, <laughs> she's not a full she had a, a baby by that crazy ass dude future I would assume she's like fuck it I just want to get my shit straight before I get with anybody else I think if you fuck future you got regrets and that might be why like you feel like you gotta cleanse yourself like after that like okay I've had, I had a baby of future I gotta turn my life around that's probably what it is like you know what I need to just wait till I get married cause I've made a a, a shitload of bad decisions well you know they had him I didn't know that Mark is it Mark Lamont, Lamont, uh, Lamont Hill yeah I guess he had some kind of show and future was on it and it was and he had brought up that uh that that Sierra and what's the name was abstaining, and he was basically just dogging her, like she wasn't abstaining when they together. And, right. And well, he said some some slick shit like after they had sex, she was praying or some shit like that. It was some weird shit, <laughs> but he basically was just slamming her because I guess they're not together anymore. But what if Russell Wilson? What if he waits? He gets to the wedding night, and he'd be like, "Wait, but this is some bullshit," you know. <laughs> well, that is the uh, you know, that I'm is gonna, the that saying. is that is the consequence. Like, I wonder for. For for couples who have who have never had sex, like how do you how do you say what's bullshit if you just never done well, if it? If you have no frame of reference, but I don't think then, anybody's claiming that. Either, well, I, well, obviously Sierra's not. But I'm not saying he's I don't think Russell Wilson he's a virgin. A virgin. No, no, no. I'm it's kind of changing the topic, but just saying two two people who've never had sex. You know, it's like that's that's a whole learning experience, like. You don't have no frame of reference of what's good or not. So it's like, how do you, like, I, I would be curious of the 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 relationship. Like, 
that experience has to be, I don't know, interesting to say the least. I feel like a woman would probably have a, could have no frame of reference, but could still know it's bullshit. Well, I mean, your bullshit. I mean, I guess because the, the sex for a guy yep. is gonna be good almost regardless, especially if you're a virgin. Like, you, it's gonna you gonna be good. But like, a woman could be like, I've been waiting all my all, the, all my life for this. So, do you remember your first time being good? For me, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, not good in the sense of like good, like compared to anyone else. But like at that time, yeah. I mean, I wasn't sitting there like, oh, sex overrated. Like, like no. See, I, mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know if you can really say that. I mean, you got pleasured. It felt good. But right. Was it really like good sex though? Like, how do you know? Possibly not. Yeah, possibly not. But you can know if you enjoyed it or not. Well, yeah, enjoyed it. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's a, it's a, it's a separation between sex being good for the first time or you're just doing it and it just felt. Oh, oh cutter, cutter. Yeah. Um. Thanks. And you're just doing it. I know. I know my first time. It was. It just happened so fast. I don't know where it was good. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it just. It was like the quickest shit ever. And then you know, not totally understanding how condoms work. I was just like, shit. Did it all stay in? Like you know, is she gonna be pregnant in two days? Like you know, you I don't. Yeah, no, nah, nah, I don't think I had this. I'm pretty sure I didn't. There was no speeches. Uh, you know, I think as a, I was 18 when it happened. I just turned 18. And I think for a lot of guys who, it was a lot of friends of mine who had had sex already. And for the other ones that didn't have, they just faked it. So they just said they did. You know, I'm pretty sure I said I did before I actually did. But. Your guy, you can't help it. Yeah, so you just did it. All your friends say you doing. You're like, yeah, I did. Like, who was she? You know, she was over my grandma's house. That was always the story. Somebody else, some place where no one else would know, no one else around. And you would say, yeah, it's on my grandma's house. Yeah, I've often wondered about that. How many guys have lied about that? Oh, especially when like, but like, but how do you know for sure? Like, I mean, I'm assuming that a, a ton of guys have lied, but there's no way you can really know for sure. So if you're talking about like back in high school, like, how many of those guys who say you were We'll just say 17 at the time. Guys who said they were fucking at 12, 13. How many of that was true? And I think back when we were in high school, probably the vast majority of them guys was lying. But now, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to assume that these 12 or 13 year olds out here fucking. No, I would say that. I mean, yeah. But I just, you know, there's no way to really, really tell. It's not like you're there or whatever. But what cigar is that? That. Aaron Gobra. You still got those? Yeah, because they whack. But it's all I got left, so. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I recognize the label, but I was like, they ain't realize you still had those. Well, I got I got those four for tens left, but um, I knew I was going to bring the, the Uzi joint, and I knew that was going to take up a lot of time. So I was like, I don't want to bring another good one that I won't be able to finish or nothing like that. So let me get this little, this little joint, and I know I'll be able to finish that if I want another one. Oh, okay. But, um. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Well, one, I don't know how do you know if your boy's lying or not. And then two, I don't know if you're if your first time. You just, you just, how do you know that? For me, I was just so scared. I mean, it felt good, but I mean, it was so. Did you say fast. so scared? Yeah, it was like I don't know. Yeah, it was like it was scary. It was like you know, it was it was it was weird. So I mean, I could say it, it was it was enjoyable for the 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 quick moment it happened, but I mean. For for two for two and, and she wasn't a virgin so um, 
maybe it was okay to her. I don't know. What was uh, her immediate reaction, if you can remember? Or? Like, afterwards? Or, like, yeah, during? Yeah, I mean, did she, I mean, you know. I mean, she seemed okay with it. Okay. She was cool. You know, she was like, man, some bullshit. No, nah, she was cool with it. I mean, I, I think you know, it was, it's, it was, yeah. She well, was. She knew this was your first time, then, or you know what? I'm not sure she knew. Just kind of just went. With the I think she could tell afterwards. Just, yeah, because <laughs> it was it was so crazy. Afterwards, you know, I'll go upstairs in the bathroom, wash up and stuff, and I'm like, I gotta go. So I'm leaving out the door. She's like, "You gonna give me a hug?" I'm like, "All right." I gave her like the, you know, the, you know, the hug. You Church hug. It wasn't even. It was almost that, but like, you know, the half hands shake half. Oh, like, oh, what the oh, fuck? It was oh, like, it was, it was. I didn't even know what to do. I was just like, "All right, cool." Gave like, like a, a hard back pat. Like, yeah, I was just like, and you know, just left. So my nigga. All yeah. right, but I don't know. Like I said, I think you know they had a. I thought it was they had a show on, on TLC a while. I think it was TLC about. Uh, virgins who were getting together and I think they never kissed either so they were like kissing for the first time and shit oh, it wow the sh- it was the grossest shit it ever <laughs> the grossest shit oh man it was, it was gross <laughs> it was just like mouth on mouth just like sucking face and shit no it was just you know it, it was yeah so I don't know I think for two people who who've not had any kind of sexual Interaction, it would probably be a hell of a learning experience. But I mean, at the same time, I think you can you could cater that person to you. There's no other person that they've had it from. But I just wonder how many of those relationships actually stay. Or like you know, because okay, say you know, you first times over, y'all have done it or whatever, and you're working to do it better. But then it's just not working out. It's not you don't. You're not you're not seeming pleased, so it's like, do you feel like fuck it? Maybe someone else will be able to do better, or you know. So I'd be curious to see if there's stats on how how long relationships last if both were were versions up until marriage. I feel like it'd be so tough to get actual truthful data from guys about losing their virginity. I don't think so. Like, you'd have to have, like, that guy in a room with no, with a promise of signed contracts and you won't say his name. And, like, it's just I mean, him. Like, I feel like. I don't know why, though. I mean, shit. I mean, it's. it's No one goes into the first time thinking they finna hit a home run and just gonna be. I mean, you, TV probably pushed that out there like that. But in reality, nah. That shit ain't. No. By no means. So. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I I would be curious to see it, but I don't. I don't. There have been plenty of movies about it. Yes, yeah, always these movies, and you know some some have like the you know like these these great endings to them, and then some are weird. I remember. I remember. Now I know you were, you remember. Uh, did you ever see any of the Porky's movies? Yes, uh, and they all were like movies about young like. Uh, older teenagers, young adults, first times having sex, or you know, it was just a weird like interaction with sex and stuff like that. And so shit like that, you know, <clears throat> made it seem comical, or you know. But I could just see if, or you know, a, a woman, you know, first time, I for some it may not be enjoyable. It may fucking hurt. So they like, is, is this what I'm supposed to look forward to and shit? You know, this this feeling all over again. Was or? that one movie, the the wood? Yeah, and, uh, it was the guy's first time. I think it was his first time. I think and the girl's first time or whatever. I think that was the wood. Was yeah, and she was, was over, and he was like, 
Right, and she had like these un- their first these time. she had like these uncomfortable feelings. You yeah. could feel like it wasn't like you know not like American Pie when Yeah, right, that, right, exactly. That, that was straight up hilarious. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh movies are definitely get given both both sides of it being really good or it being really bad. <clears throat> so yeah. Okay, I guess I'll say something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to Otis orchestrating the fucking podcast, and oh, it's kind of like gone. No, I had a, I had a couple of things that, but it was all on more serious stuff. I really wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about more since we had talked about uh, drinks beforehand um, and craft drinks and stuff like that. So, I guess I might ask you. So you you don't dig ask the whole me. craft drink idea? Oh no, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with the idea. I'm cool with the idea of it. I just don't. They're not really for me, just because of the fact that I don't like paying an exorbitant amount of money to have a really good tasting drink that I need to buy three of to get buzzed. Because I don't enter into drinking for like taste buzz. I enter into drinking for a buzz. So I don't want something to taste fancy that costs me a bunch of money. And I'm like, oh, this tastes great. And then I'm just like, oh, I just had a great tasting drink. Like I want to. If I'm not feeling it, then I don't care. I'd rather have like what I used to do is when I was uh, out in these streets. Um, <laughs> when I was out in these streets, I would go to. Actually, I'm gonna give you the exact example. Do you remember the Good Life Lounge? Mm-hmm. When I used to go to the Good Life Lounge, there was a bartender there, and I, this is how serious this was. I could see her right now, and I would know it was the same person. That's how good she was at making drinks and this is how i define good at making drinks i would pay i'd get a long island it would cost ten dollars and that shit would be nothing but liquor and it would be in a small ass cup and i could drink two and that i was toasted like it was that was it for me i didn't need nothing else and to me that's how i want to drink if i pay ten dollars for it i want to be like do I need another one of these? Uh, is that going to push me over the edge? That's how I want to be if I pay $10 for a drink. So if I pay 15 and I'm like, oh, this is good. Let me get five more so I can get a buzz. Fuck that. I, so like, I'm cool with that idea of these craft cocktails that are fancy and they're really put together. New ideas and creative and tasty. That's cool. I'm good with it. And I'll have them. I'll try one. But I'll have one and then I'll be like, all right, now let me get like 14 shots or something. <laughs> <laughs> something harsh so I can actually offset the buzz that your $15 drink didn't give me. Do you remember the first drink you had? Yes. Ever? Yep. I remember um, my best friend, McKinley, best man of my wedding. That has not happened yet because I made it sound past tense. As the best the best man of my upcoming wedding. <laughs> um, he, uh, he went to Florida for a family reunion. And he was... I want to say 18 at the time. Somewhere, he was old enough to have his own room. Because, like, the family reunion had, like, it was in Florida. And they had, like, um, everybody got their own rooms. And he had his own room. So, he's old enough to have his own room, but wasn't old enough to drink. But he had his own room, but they had, a um, you know, the little, uh, the mini barn shit. So, he was like, he, I remember him texting me and Keep in mind, at this time, texting was like fucking. Like, <laughs> this texting was like, I just got a brand new two-way pager. 
oh, I just got a two-way pager too. This is how we text. So, like, you can't text any old body because everybody ain't got a two-way pager. But anyway, he texted me saying that he got, like, he's, like, flabbergasted. Like, I got my own hotel room. They got a mini bar, and there's, like, no, there's, like, no rules to it. Like, I can just get shit. Like, so he brought back from his trip some shots, like, little shots that were in the mini bar from the, uh, from the trip. And he gave me, um, I, I almost want to try to remember specifically what it was. But it, I just remember it was vodka. And he gave me uh, maybe like two shot things, like two little shot bottles. And I bought, it was vodka. I bought a 32-ounce Everfresh orange juice. And I drank just enough of the orange juice to pour, pour, the, bottle to pour the little one shot in. <laughs> <laughs> and I shook it up and drank it. And said, I was a big Simpsons fan, and there was a moment in The Simpsons where uh, Mr. Burns drank some alcohol and said something like, I don't feel any younger or funkier. And like I drank it, and I, that was what I said. I was like, I drank it, and I was like, I, and I was by myself, so I was talking to myself, by the way. I said, like, I don't feel any younger or funkier. But that was what I did. I, I poured one shot of vodka into a 32-ounce bottle of orange juice and was confused on why I wasn't drunk after taking one sip. That was my first time drinking alcohol. Remember it explicitly, but I think I remember it explicitly because of the 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 Mr. Burns reference that I made in my head. I almost <laughs> said George George Burns. Uh, yeah, but yep, that was that was my first time. And then there was a uh, at the time there was a liquor store that was for him. It was like at the end of the block. For me, it was maybe like a mile walk that didn't ID for alcohol. So I would go in there and get like, like weak shit. Like so, cause like when you eighteen and you haven't drank anything is like adventurous. So I would go in there and buy like a six pack of Coronas or something like that. You know, so I, I would drink like Coronas on occasion, very rarely, but I would drink Coronas and that would pretty much be it. Like eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, something like that. My my first drink was eight years old. I was twelve, and you probably guess who gave my I, first I drink. I already know. <laughs> I, I, I probably know the story. My first drink was one of my one of my, uh, one of my uncles. Uh, well, well, pause for a moment. To be clear, that was my first time drinking a actual drink on my own, like knowing what I was doing. I had had alcohol before, but it wasn't like. It wasn't like something you could count as your first time drinking. You know what I'm saying? It was like a sip type shit. Yeah, okay, I was going to say it wasn't like in, uh, it was like Menace when he was like, get a little nigga a taste. Yeah, it was like it was like that. But like my first time actually having a drink on my own was right. that time. Um, I don't even remember what I had on my own, but my first was with my, uh, my Uncle Shay. And he gave me Wait, what, your Uncle what? Shay. Shay? Yeah. That's a girl's name. <laughs> oh, Shay. Oh. Oh, Shay, like Ice Cube? No, <laughs> just Shay. S H. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I used to always, I always to always say Oh Shay for some odd reason. Is this like your brother or something? Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Oh, okay. Um, his wife's brother. Okay. My uh, my dad's younger brother, and uh, Shay. <laughs> it was Brass Monkey. Isn't that a song? It is a song. <laughs> um, I don't and, even know what that is. I don't even know. It's like a. 
Someone's yelling happy birthday. Yeah, they tell them boo, happy birthday. Like, why do you have to shout happy birthday to somebody? Like, <laughs> like they're not there? Right. Obviously, they're not. I figured she was selling. She might be drunk or something. I think she's probably gone. Maybe she's got some brass monkey. Right. right, yeah. I don't know what um, brass right, monkey I was. I would have to try it. I don't even know what that is. But, uh. I remember that being the first drink. Are you um, playing Clash of the Clans? I am. God damn it, man. Uh, Your yeah. lack of dedication to this podcast <laughs> is infuriating. I, I had my time is up. I had to uh, update something. Uh, so, yeah, that mm-hmm. was my first drink at 12. And I remember I remember that really vividly because the next day, I don't know if it was the alcohol that helped, but the next day, that I helped? ended up getting chicken pox. And it <laughs> so, you drink Brass Monkey and get the chicken pox. And I was so pissed because I was supposed to go to... Uh, uh, go to camp that next that that day after, and I couldn't go because I started breaking out with him. I was so pissed. It was like I was I was it was like I had so. I remember my mom having a gathering at the house. I had to like stay upstairs, and I had to like wear socks on my hands because I was like scratching and shit. You know, it was just it was treated you like you had Ebola. Man, it was terrible. But man. how the drink come about? It was good. No, I'm, <laughs> oh. How did it come about? He was drinking at the house and he was watching us. And so, bad you know. Babysitter. Yeah, bad babysitter, basically. Okay. Wait, did he offer it to you? Did, or he was being a bad babysitter and you just snuck and drank no, it? No, he offered it. He offered okay. Babysitter. That's actually, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah it was technically a bad, bad babysitter. babysitter. There's bad babysitter levels. Like, you're a bad babysitter you're and just, he drank it because he, he was, you know, playing Nintendo and you weren't, he wasn't paying attention. And you were like, I'm going to drink this on a sneak. And then there's bad babysitters like, hey, nigga, come over here. Hey, drink this. Yeah, that that and was he it. coughed. Like, <laughs> that little nigga can't really drink. Yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. how it went. Okay, yeah, that's kind of. I don't remember exactly how he put it, but he definitely uh, stop being a pussy. Nigga. He did that shit. He definitely gave it to us. Uh, but yeah, that was my first, my first, my first drink for sure. Now, first, like buying drinks, I had to be like sixteen, fifteen. I don't know, but it was Zima. That clear beer. I thought that was non-alcoholic. No, that no, was alcohol. It was alcohol. I remember his name. What's the non-alcoholic beer? Odul's. Okay. Odul's, I yeah. always get them confused. Odul's. Always I think the Zima is non-alcoholic. Thing, I hated beer. I absolutely fucking hated beer. The taste of it is terrible. So that was like the one that worked. So. And now you like it more than water. Man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy how I hated that when I was growing up. But yeah, Zima was the first one I actually really bought. So what is Brass Monkey? I still don't know. Is it a beer? Is it a liquor? Like you got the power of Google, right? I'm like, everybody open up their phone right. on that question. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know what. It was a hell of a song. I, I know that. Yeah, I, I know the song for sure. I don't know because that's not something I've ever seen now. Like, can you go into a liquor store right now, like, and get Brass Monkey? I've never seen that before. I should hope not. This simultaneous googling. Like, I, I typed in brass and the first thing came up brass knuckles, brass monkey. Right. <laughs> I like brass they, knuckles. They, hey. <laughs> uh, brass monkey tattoo company. Nah, well, I, I, I clicked this one article saying brass monkey is actually a pre mixed cocktail. Mm-hmm. Which would make sense because it never, I never knew it would have been like an actual like rum or gin or vodka or whatever. So maybe it's like a, a liqueur or some shit like uh, like a. I don't know something that's a, that's a liqueur that I can't oh right uh, now. the drink ingredients is uh, vodka, orange juice, and dark rum. Oh, that sounds like something I would drink. Yeah, <laughs> and it was actually good too. But yeah, that was the first one. And then, like I said, your twelve, I, your 12 year old taste buds was like, I can fuck with this. Like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, I this remember is way that better than uh, Red Kool Aid. We were at my house too. <laughs> he was watching us at my house, and uh, yeah, 
I know remember you started going to stores and buying. It used to be this uh, store on Grand River, uh, just just west of Outer Drive liquor store between like Outer Drive and Evergreen. It was next to like a Cleaners. Um, and that's where me and my uh, one of my homeboys, Ryan and Kellen, we used to go there, and they used to let us buy liquor there. Oh, it's over there by the, uh, well, used to be, I know it used to be a White Castle at Grand River. And Further down, yeah, that's where the uh, AutoZone is yeah. now, the White Castle, well, it used to be, yeah. Now that I think about it, like, if you were a liquor store owner, and even now, but if you were a liquor store owner back in, like, the 80s and 90s or some shit, and you, will say, 90s, and you refuse to sell alcohol to people underage, that might really hurt your business. Like, I, I feel like they probably benefited from not well, partying. Was, I think, well, Especially if you looked well, semi-old enough. They get hella tickets for that shit, though. So they, they, Theoretically, but, like, how many how many 17-year-olds you going to sell alcohol to before you actually get caught up and get ticketed for it? I don't know if it's Is a, it worth the financial? I don't know if it was a surgeon just like underage drink. Do you recall a lot of like underage like store runs and stuff for liquor? Oh, oh. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when I was about 16, the first. Back in the, alcohol back in the 50s. Right. <laughs> Actually, back in the 80s. <laughs> the first alcohol that me and uh, my buddies, we went to go buy. We were over at uh, a buddy of mine. His name was Mike. And we were over there Damn on Seaburn uh, <laughs> right, and Seaburn uh, and Shallowborn. It's over there on the east side. Oh, so that's on the east side. Dyke. Yeah. And grandmother had a corner house, and there was a liquor store across the street. And we could go over there and get alcohol from the guy over there. But his thing was he'd sell it to us as long as, long as we weren't driving, and if he could see us drinking because he could step out the store and like the house was like right on the corner so you could oh, right, see us right. over there so we'd go over there and get beer and whatever and drink that and he'd come out and make sure okay yeah we're right here we're drinking so I guess that was his way of uh, I guess making it safe I mean it kind of sounds stupid but how old were you? we were about 16 we were buying that we so where's your parents at? If you drinking out, if you sixteen drinking on the porch, he was with his. You know, oh, you were over his his, 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 his grandmother. Oh, you were somebody else. Oh, okay, okay. I was over at my, my buddy of mine's house. Oh, right, right, right. You did say that. Yeah, the, the nigga Mike, man, shit. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, Mike, right, right, right. <laughs> but the first alcohol or beer, or whatever you want to call it, that I drank, it was during uh, when Prohibition. WrestleMania. Well, not Prohibition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When WrestleMania first came out, I remember. He was, <laughs> WrestleMania first came out like 1980. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, but tell them my age, see? But, uh, go to my neighbor's house, and he was getting it on, uh, you know, closed circuit TV or whatever you, you know, want to call it, pay per view back then. And he would always get a keg. So I'd help him, you know, bring the bring the keg in the house or whatever. And we sit down watching WrestleMania. And he would say, hey. That sounds like a great childhood. Well. Man. Yeah. That sounds dope as hell. It does. So he was like, hey, do you, uh, you want a beer? I'm going to let you taste it. Of course I want a beer. You know, you kidding me? I'm a kid, you know. Of course I want a beer. So he'd give me, you know, a couple beer. You know, pour it out the keg, give me a couple beer. And I would sip and drink it. And I, you know, I really didn't like it. It, it, it was horrible. But, right. you know, it was like. My uh, mother, my grandmother, they knew where I was. They knew where I was next door. 
they knew he drank or whatever. So I guess, you know, back then they figured, okay, he's not going anywhere. He's home, blah, blah, blah. So that was the first time that I ever, you know, just do you, had it. Do you think that was a, a common thing where... Yes. <laughs> well, I guess I'm going to say when adults knew that you were in a good environment, that they would allow it. I guess yes, that's what you, I'm... you would not... I don't think anybody in their right mind would do that today. I don't think so either. With, with the kid and the neighbor. I mean, this you know, this is back when the neighborhoods were kind of tight-knit. You couldn't right. walk on Mr. So-and-so's you know, grass or nothing. Or if you were down the street getting in trouble, you get your whooping down the street. And when you come home, exactly. you get the same whooping, but you know, double because Mr. or Mrs. So-and-so had to get after you about whatever. Right. But that was the first time that I actually had like some beer or whatever. And then... I really I didn't like it, and I, I started out with you know like liquor, so to speak, gin and juice and that kind of stuff when all that mess was coming out. So I started out with that, and I really didn't have a taste for beer. And then all of a sudden, I flip flopped the beer and didn't like liquor anymore. Just hmm. different peaks and valleys. But uh, I vividly remember going over to that store, Seaburn, Shallowbore, walk you know right across the street, walk in there. Hey, when I step out of here, I better see you guys over here on this. You better not be gone anywhere. Because, you know, I had my own car. I drove over there. You guys better not be gone anywhere. You drove across the street? No. Oh, you drove over to Mike's. No, I walked, yeah, I drove over to Mike's. House. Okay. <laughs> but, like I said, the owner of the store, you know, his thing was, you know, if, if I don't sell it to you or whatever, somebody else is going to come in and get it for you guys anyway. So his thing was, you know, he, that's uh, that's interesting. That's definitely that, that dynamic shit. is interesting of just you know that era of they're just you allowing it, knowing you're going to be safe and knowing you're going to be right there and not. And, and I, I can honestly say we we were right there because we knew if he didn't if he stepped out that store and you know he you know really couldn't see us or I say you go in the house go to the restroom come back out or whatever. But if he didn't see us actually drinking that or if I bought it and he looked out and the cars were gone and we left. We'd never be able to get it again. So that was the only store that I knew of that we could go in there and buy stuff, you know, underage. That's an interesting dynamic, too. Like, you have to actually, it, it's actually sound reasoning. So it makes you wonder, like, is that really, I mean, is that really a bad thing? Like, is that, you know, because, like, for the most part, it's kind of responsible. Like, I mean, it sounds responsible for, like, underage people drinking, but, like, but, like, at that time, like, I mean, I that really was like people weren't getting in trouble. Like, it, like you eight said, years it was. Old, I could go buy cigarettes back then. I would go get cigarettes. I would go up to see eight years old. You could walk, go up to the store back then and be safe. We wouldn't worry about nobody, you know, snatching you and all. Right? That. So yeah. I know it was happening, but it just wasn't that prevalent back then. So I remember specifically, my grandmother smoked Carlton Menthol One Hundreds. Okay. And I would go to this. Yeah, I'd have to go to the drugstore. I'd pick up her prescription drugs. Get her a pack of Carlton Menthol 100s, some free dent gum, and a two-liter Pepsi. And I would go in there and get, you know, pick up her prescription drugs, get the cigarettes. Which was illegal. The, oh, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> go get the, you know, and walk home, and it, everything was cool, you know. Yeah. Back then. And I, my uh, great-grandmother, she you know, used to chew tobacco. So I'd go and get her chewing tobacco. I mean, you know, all that, but, you know, you... you you sell that stuff to a kid now, or you never man, that. yeah, I think the yeah. I think early '90s is when that kind of faded off. Because I remember going to the store for my mom with notes saying, "Hey, I, if I have a note, I would give it to the cashier, right?" And then let me get her cigarettes. 
I never was able to get alcohol at the farm, but I can get her cigarettes and then get a note and go to the store. Get I think that probably flooded into go, like the mid nineties. Yeah, I'm gonna say mid nineties yeah. is probably when that you know because I think I don't know I think where you probably is a change where a lot of kids were starting to starting to do cigarettes, starting to do more alcohol, and then was just getting in trouble and all that shit. So you know when it was you know they could watch you know you, you know owner of the store watch you across the street. Right. You know, drinking, you know, making sure y'all are safe. I, I think that, I, I think more so the dynamic of neighborhoods change and oh, things of that nature, which probably was a big reason for that, too, because, you know, I even, in, you know, growing up when I was in the projects, it still wasn't no, uh, the ideal of the neighbors, you know, giving you a whooping and you going home. That kind of faded away. I didn't know that. That was nothing in my my childhood. I mean, and, well, I grew up across with my uncle who would whoop me, so it was like that was uh, that you know that would happen. But as far as like any stranger in the neighborhood, or not, or just other people in the neighborhood, adults in the neighborhood, everybody they could tell on you. Block knew everybody, the kids. I mean, you could be not only on your block, but you could be a whole you know the next block, and everybody pretty much you know knew everybody. I mean, just to give you another example. Uh, we used to have a neighbor down at the end of the uh, street. His name was Mr. Gayman. And Mr. Gayman. Come... No, Mr. Gayman. 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 I spell it. G a y m o n d. Gayman. M o n. Okay. M o n d. M o n. Oh, Gayman. Okay. Gayman. Mr. Gayman. <laughs> anyway, he would like in the winter time. He would take the kids in the in the neighborhood. Like he had like a seventy something Park Avenue four door, and. Like, Depending on how cold it was outside, he would see us walking to school. Get our school. Elementary like, school was only. You feel like eight kids in that mug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Elementary school was only like three blocks away. Okay. But he would give us a ride. So we all pile up and he'd see us walking and he'd be on his way to work and he'd say, Come on, y'all. Get in. I'll give you a lift. You know, because back then, that's, you know, kids now are soft. You know, it looked like it's snowing or it, it feels like it's going to be cold and they're closing the schools. We would literally <laughs> walk to school. You know, it'd be like six, eight inches of snow, or it'd be like twenty below, and you bundle up and you walk to school. But he would, he would give us a ride to school and drop us off at the school, and all right, everybody knew everybody. Nobody would say nothing, even if it was a, a, a kid walking with us that he really didn't know. But if he was walking with us, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, it was cool. All right, it's Mr. Gaming, you know, let's let's get in, and get us a ride. You know, you right. can't do that now. You can't. I mean, not at all. Society has changed. Neighborhood dynamics. Even if you know the neighbor, you still not gonna let your child get in the uh, Mr. So and So's car, and, you know, and drop you up. No, no, you gonna let Mr. So and So rape you on the way to school? Fuck that. Yeah, like, exactly. you can't do it. But yeah. it's just the whole dynamic of all that stuff has changed now. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I that definitely. I can say I would say it was almost non-existent, at least in my neighborhood. You know, and uh, you know me um early teens like in the 90s that was pretty non-existent i don't recall i mean you had older people in the neighborhood that you would definitely you know tell on you if you did some stuff but i can't think of any anybody i know that was getting like chastised by the other folks in the neighborhood and then you get home and i always heard of that you know what i mean my mom always told me those stories and you know things of that nature but that i think that really faded off and i think the whole just the community aspect of just well, you can't get whoopings in school anymore. Well, yeah. Or spankings or whatever they, you know, they, they want to call it. But, yeah, we used to get, you know, we used to get that in school. You know, you can't do it now, man. You know, teacher, go to prison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, or your parents will come up there and shoot the place up or did, now, whatever. Did you, you know. now, 
I feel like I, I'm uh, like you, like you, the historian of our uh, group. But I was uh, on a secret. <laughs> I was like, did you recall in your in grade school or high school? Do you ever recall any any like teachers having like like sexual abusing like students and shit like that? Oh, we had uh, in high school. We had uh, there were rumors floating around that one of the uh, I don't know if he was the the actual the track coach or he was. Why is it always that, the track coach or the gym teacher coaches or whatever? But uh, they see him have clothes. messing around, you know, with some of the some of the you know young girls and all that stuff. He probably was. I'm just saying. I'm gonna just go out and limit say he probably was. Cause like, like, like I hear man. stories, and it's funny. The most recent stories I've heard is of of uh, women teachers who are who have been like abusing or like having sex with like younger students. We couldn't and, buy one of them back. <laughs> I was about to say, like, and, like, and what do we always like, say? Never get in trouble for that, you know. Right, yeah. and what do we always say? Like, man, they didn't have it like that when we was kids. Like, <laughs> they didn't have nothing like that, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I know I've, I've heard about it you know, much more than probably in the last 15 years, but I was just curious, like, was that one of those things that 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 happened that, that you could remember? Of? Mm, no, like I said, all we heard was, in, you know, during high school, you know, the rumors of this guy. You know, with these, you know, with the young girls and, you know, I don't know how true they are. I don't know if he ever, you know, anybody ever, you know, went after him criminally for that. But it, it probably has happened. But, you know, it just wasn't prevalent back then. And see, you know what? And that's the whole thing. I think, what you know, we talk about, we talk about Cosby earlier and how the different errors certain things happen more so now because of like the news and well, you know media, things of that nature like you know you it very well could have happened and it, has, it wasn't you know I guess it's a good example of, of stuff that could have happened then but either it was either hush or it never made the news or never made it to the point of being like persecuted or something like that now you know that shit happens I've just seen a oh some uh, women well, female teacher somewhere got like 30 years in jail or some shit like that wow. so but yeah, that's crazy. You got to think that it's probably the difference is that like there's nothing that um that can be gained from it now because it's like if you look at it back at back then the there was nothing that could really happen to the teacher or whatever. And it's like if you're the if you're the kid and you smashing the teacher it's like, "Hey, yeah, great. Awesome." Well, if but you're like, a boy smashing the female teacher, you know, young guy smashing female teacher, oh, you're a hero. Right, you know, like the other way around. If it's guy teacher smashing a girl, you know, he but they bringing out the lynch mob for him. But what I mean is that, like now, you can gain like fifteen seconds of notoriety for that now. So, like, if you are the guy who's smashing the teacher, or I don't want to say the girl that's smashing the teacher, but like you can, if you come out with that now, you can get your fifteen minutes of. Notoriety. Whereas if that happened in the nineties, it just happened. Like there's nothing. There's nothing's really gonna come out of that. That shit could spread like wildfire right now. So there's there's a little bit of almost like motivation to come out with it now because you could look like it. You could look at it like I could smash so and so and I can get some. You know my little fifteen minutes of fame. Whereas you don't get no fame off of that outside of your immediate circle back then. Right. That could be a motivational factor. Huh. That's interesting. Uh, you said, Mike. You said you had some story. You was at some place today. Did I? Yeah, you did. Oh, uh, the Little Caesars thing. Yeah, I don't know how that played anything, but I was like, oh. um, I don't know what it related to either. But um, 
I think we were talking about something with absentee fathers or something like that, or absentee parents. I don't know. Yeah. But right. um, I was <laughs> I was at Little Caesars and um, I was in there for literally like five seconds. I was getting hot and ready, and um, so I'm like, let me get a hot and ready and uh, crazy bread. And they're going to get it, and then next to me is like a woman, and her kid comes in from outside. I'm assuming it's her kid, but a kid comes in from outside, and presumably he was crying. I wasn't looking at him, but presumably he was crying or tearing up or whatever. I didn't hear anything. And she's like, what's wrong? And then I can't hear what he says. And then she's like, well, that's his loss that he don't want to be around us. Like, it ain't, like you got to let that go. Is this going to make you stronger? And I'm thinking like, okay. All right, so, you know, conversations going. It's sad. It's kind of you know whatever because presumably this kid's sad that his dad's not around is what I'm presuming. And she goes, "That nigga ain't shit anyway, so you don't need to worry about about him. He been fucking up since blah blah blah." And I'm thinking like, okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> my son's father is around. And he, <laughs> and he <laughs> my son's father loves him. He don't need to be hearing all this shit. So I'm sorry that your son's father don't love him, but. <laughs> My my son's father loves him, and he don't need to hear all this profanity. Like, can you kind of take this outside? Like, immediately, I was kind of like, okay, it was a sad story to start with, but now, like, like oh, a, a, present, a present father doesn't want to hear this shit <laughs> in front of his son. That's be kind of awkward, though. It was kind of awkward, because I almost felt like they were looking at me, because it's like, it's just me and Michael, and then, like, her talking to this kid about his absentee father. While I'm here, like... Yeah, Michael, you you want some salsa? You want some uh, salsa? You crazy bread? You can do whatever you want, man. I love you so much. And the other kids crying in the background, like, "Why, Daddy don't love me?" And I'm sitting here, like, "Um, can you not curse in front of my son? Hey, present father here, like, trying to raise my son well. He doesn't need to be hearing fuck this nigga and shit that. Like, uh, can you stop? Can you talk about how his dad's a piece of shit at home? Like, uh, ask you get in the car or something. Yeah, get in the car. Like, uh, yeah. My son doesn't need to hear this profanity. His father's around. Sorry. That's crazy as hell. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I mean, I know some situations just don't work out with parents and stuff like that. And the, the other parent maybe ain't shit. But it's like, do you really communicate that with a, with a child like that? Like, I don't, I don't get it, man. I was with her on the, uh, you know, that's his loss that he don't want to be around us. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. I was with her on that point. But then when she started talking about ain't shit and fuck this nigga that, and I was like, okay, wait a minute now. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm trying to get my son this crazy bread. He don't need to be hearing all this fuck this nigga shit. Like, um, that's crazy as hell. Can you take your unloved child somewhere else, please, and <laughs> carry this conversation on in the parking lot? <laughs> like, well, people are more outgoing now, you know, than they were 20 years ago with conversations like what you're talking about, like out in public like that. It's just back when I was a kid. Growing up, you just you didn't hear a lot of that, especially especially out in public. All that stuff was, you know, tattoo, uh, tattoo, taboo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's my flub on the word, but it was you know it was just taboo back then, you know. And I I knew you know plenty of uh, kids you know coming up who's you know when, when I was coming up it was like rare to see. Uh, a kid with both parents in the home, you know, I go over to somebody's house and like, oh man, your dad's here. What's up? What this nigga doing here? <laughs> right. I mean, so, <laughs> you know, it's just uh, 
like you were saying, you know, if times have changed, it's it's like I don't know a lot of these young parents or new parents. Some people just aren't ready for kids and just don't need kids. Period. You know, whether it is the the mother or you know or the father. You know, that's that's crazy though that it could you could. You could really see a, a dad at the house and like, why are you here? Like, who, <laughs> what, your, your dad around? I know, and I, th- I think about uh, most. I had uh, most of my friends' dads wasn't around at all. Like, damn. Now that I think about it, I'm thinking about a lot of no. Nah, none of them niggas are around. <laughs> no, I'm thinking. Of, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking like my close. Like, I'm thinking about close friends I had. You know, I'm trying to uh, even going back to like kindergarten. Like, damn. Yeah, I'm thinking about, nah, a lot of them weren't around. I only hung out with, like, I would say, you know, kids like from the neighborhood. I only hung out with, like, two kids whose mother and father, you know, were together. Everybody else was not saying that it was an absentee father or nothing like that. They were, the parents were just divorced. You know, father come pick them up on the weekend or however, you know, the arrangement was. But it was like nobody's parents were together i didn't i didn't see a lot of that i just i just didn't see it man that yeah now i'm thinking about it it's rare shit a lot mm. of them went around damn that's fucked up hmm i'm trying to think two parent households uh, actually i think most of my friends did grow up in two parent households well, that's a good thing i I'm can th- only I'm, think I'm, of i'm thinking of mine thinking of my friends and Two? No. Nah. Yeah. No. Nah. I think one or two of my friends had did not have two parent households and then the rest did. It was either the moms or I had some that were just that stayed with their just their grandma. But it was never like they stayed with their grandma and grandpa. It was just grandma. Yeah. This is grandma's house. Well the grandma's where were the actual parents at? I don't know. Like I had this, I, had, I remember I remember having this one uh, his friend name was Kenny, and uh, he stayed his he just lived with his grandma out there, and it was never no mention of his mom, it was never no mention I mean of his dad mom or dad, but it was no mention of the grandpa either. It was just her. Hmm. He was deceased. Or? Yeah, you know I never I never yeah when you talk about grandparents that's, yeah. that's a high probability yeah yeah so very well could have been but yeah it was just either moms or like grandma. How's that in Canada, Cat? <laughs> wow. Um, no, go ahead. I don't know. You want to talk about absentee parents in Canada? I mean, I think for me growing up, all of my cousins, all of my friends, everybody grew up with two parent households. Oh, Canada. So, I mean, so blessed. Yeah. I, I don't know much to say. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like putting you on the spot. Yeah, I see that. How long were you in Canada before you came here? Uh, I moved here about seven years ago. So. Okay, so you pretty I was pretty much pretty good okay yeah what was and I don't mean to put you on the spot <laughs> he does too late now yes yeah, I was about to say it's too late now <laughs> I guess what was um what was the biggest culture shock moving here oh that's a good question well what, part, a, of, what part of Canada are you, are you from though? see that's that's a big part of it so Amherstburg Ontario is where I grew up and so it's only like 30 minutes from the border so it's pretty much Americanized. It's not like Northern Canada where it's completely Down different. Down there by Pablo. Yeah, 
Exactly. Yeah. Yep. She's like, what the um, fuck is a Bablo? No, my parents actually kidding. met at Bablo. Really? They both worked there. Yeah. You um, said they both worked there? They both worked on Bablo Island in the summers in high school. I mean, I knew that. Did you go to Bablo before? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Barely remember it, though. Like, I was very young when I went to Bablo. I actually don't even actually remember Bablo itself. I remember the boat and the trip. But I don't really remember Bablo itself. We wore Bablo out. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you helped build it. But, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I I got old jokes for days. I I don't even know how old you are, but I just got old jokes just because I feel like they're just funny right now. I I remember... I want to take away from the story, but I'm going to come back. I remember Bablo specifically a couple of times. Um, One of the times where... It was called Amusement Park. (laughs) And I was like, we should name Bablo. There used to be the dock downtown, and you couldn't take alcohol to Bobolo. So I feel like you've told this story in the podcast. I have before. told it before. <laughs> how my mom and my uh, aunt Nadine, and I think I don't know who else was with them. They was trying to sneak beer onto in, in the coolers onto the boat. So they check all that shit, and they end up having like some beer in these like containers where you thought it was supposed to have been juice or some shit. So they caught them and they made them drink all the beer at the dock. Before they got on the boat, right, sounds like a good day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Had yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Probably I remember Bob. I remember the ride. Bob used to have a ride called the. Uh, it was from the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm about to say, if he say the Freddy Krueger damn damn ride, you definitely done told this story. Yeah, but anyway, continue. So I'm sorry. C- continue, continue. Culture shock. So I mean, overall, there weren't too many culture shocks because I have family that lives here. I've visited here a lot, so. This is going to sound silly. The weirdest thing to me is that Taco Bell didn't sell fries, or doesn't sell fries. That was like a weird <laughs> really? thing to me. Taco Bell sells fries in Canada? In Canada, yeah. So you don't get nachos in Canada. You get fries, just like at McDonald's. Like poutines or fries? Not poutines, but fries. So kind of like, your Taco Bell's was kind of like Del Taco? I've you been to Del, Ta- Del Taco, but yeah. I Okay, Del Taco, basically, just Taco. <laughs> it's like Taco Bell with fries. So I just remember, like, when I first moved here, went to Taco Bell, tried to order fries, and they were like, ah, oh, sorry. Ain't no goddamn fries in this. Can I get fries with cheese curds? Uh, <laughs> I told you, go to the McDonald's. We got yeah, cinnamon right. twists. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that and um, that you can't buy bagged milk here. I think is the other buy what now? Bagged milk. So bagged Canada, milk? Right. You wouldn't buy, like, a jug of milk. You'd buy a bag of milk, and it goes into another container and you I don't know it's hard to explain but it's a bag of milk a bag of milk I've never heard yeah. of that before ever in my the only liquid I know that comes in bags are like IVs. I, that's the only thing I was thinking. That's the exact thing I was thinking. I was thinking IVs. Like just hook the milk to my veins. So you just basically just put you put the bag inside of the another okay. container, the whole bag, and you cut the corner of the bag and you pour it like that. That still goes on now. Yeah, that's that's the norm. You. I don't think you can even buy like that. Doesn't make you know. sense. Like, why would you put it into something else and then cut the bag? Why not just have it in the ca- container like we have here? It's not like you just making the container. Like, let's put the bag into the box and then cut the bag. We're not, we're not expecting you to have an answer to that. Right. But yeah. uh, <laughs> well, you can't just once the bag is open, you can't reseal it. It just stays open. So you put it into the container because you can't just put the bag in the fridge, right? So oh, it's okay. Like a holder container. Hmm. Yeah. So, So, do they have, like, at Canadian Target, they have, like, milk boxes? Like, this is the box that you buy to put your bagged milk in. Yeah, so, yeah. Just like buying a box of wine or something? 
But without the yeah. wine in it. Right. No, you would buy... <laughs> come out to speak. You would buy the... So it's, a, I think it's a liter and a half. Um, you buy three bags and a larger bag. And you would use the single bag, put it in a, into a container, cut the corner, and use that container. To, I know it sounds complicated. So now that you're... So now that you... <laughs> yeah. uh, do you buy a lot of milk here? Yes. Now, now that you are buying milk, do you notice that the milk stays good longer here or that it stays longer good longer in Canada um, in Canada definitely it lasts longer well here I only buy organic because it's most like normal Canadian milk regular uh, American milk I don't know what that is it's not the same uh, hormones chemicals it's, I don't know it's different wouldn't it shock <laughs> you if you found it was all coming from the same place a cow um, kind of like the, the bottled water you know? maybe <laughs> it, it, it would because it tastes pretty different they come over here and buy the milk and oh, the, 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 ta- the, the taste <laughs> the taste is really uh, like I've been drinking Borden this whole time <laughs> <laughs> it's different. you could tell like this ain't this ain't our milk Borden's yeah, getting sorry. over like we got these Canadians think we got some different milk it's just Borden in a bag nigga. man I've <laughs> never I've, I've never heard of that wow yeah. And I thought you was going to sell me something like that's something they used to do. They continue, they still do bag milk. That's the norm now. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> how do they? <laughs> how do they store oh, it? He, he lives in let me. Let me no, not store it. Like, how do you get it at the store? Like, because a bag of liquid is gonna is gonna spread. It's gonna, you know. So right, do so they like hang it? And it's hanging like. You would buy a larger bag that contains three smaller bags. Okay. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> oh, it's a bag of milk. Uh, see, it's a bag of milk. <laughs> it's I mean, kind of wasteful for you to. All those bags. Yeah. <laughs> just... The bag. Okay. So you would take the single bag and put it into this container. So how do you have the pictures on that? Right. So how do you seal that? You don't seal it. So you oh. would cut the corner of the bag and you use this folder container to pour it. So there's no real milk. Have you ever spilled in your like um, liters? Liters. I was about to say some shit that don't you. I was about to say kilometers, but I'm like that's distance. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so driving was the uh, the, the miles or kilometers uh, change any different, or did it really make a difference? No, that's just a minor thing because I mean you just have to get used to okay by looking at miles per hour, or kilometers per hour. I mean, Cause you know our cars got the yeah, it's just small difference. Yeah, it's yeah. on there. Yeah, so you just gauge it by when the cop pulls you over. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I was much. going too fast. You know how fast you were going? Sixty kilometers an hour. Do you know how fast that is, bitch? Uh, <laughs> Didn't happen to you? Me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he thought I wasn't gonna know. Cause I could tell by the way he asked. He's like, "You passed me. Do you know how fast you were going?" Yes, the speed limit. Oh. Yeah, like I was going. I told him I was going fifty-four kilometers an hour, whatever the number was. I never even realized. I never noticed the kilometers on there. Like I saw it on there. You know, you could see it, but I never paid attention until I started going over to Canada. That was I never, never even thought to even look at the numbers on there at all. And that is a that's metric, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, metric. Good old metric system. Yeah. So, we managed to not talk about anything we had written down, but it was still cool. Oh, we got some stuff that we talked about. How, what time are we at? Uh, one twenty-six. Okay, we got a little bit more time. So, Kat asked me a question on our way over here that I thought was, while we're in the vein of talking about 
the differences between Canada and the United States. She was asking me, <laughs> why is it that Popeyes be having like that bulletproof glass with like the microphone in it and shit? Where like if you go on Popeyes, you can't just like talk to somebody. You gotta like speak through that little speaker that's in the thick ass twenty four foot glass. And she's like, do they have that everywhere, or is that just like hood Popeyes? Like, can you go to a Popeyes in like Brighton, and it's just a counter? That's just hood. And that's kind of like, and it's the same as the liquor store. Like a liquor, like well, not all liquor stores, but some liquor stores, you know, they behind a, be behind a glass and shit. But and like, but if you go to like Westland, it's just a counter. You just talking to a person. She's going to get robbed. You can go to Dearborn. <laughs> that's why they die. That's why they you can go to Dearborn. I went to a liquor store in Dearborn. Uh, couple of weeks ago and it was just a counter mm-hmm. there was no no glass no none of that shit have you been to a popeyes with just a counter i don't think i've been to a popeyes out, i've been to popeyes i haven't been to a popeyes out the hood so I was to, I, that was my follow-up have you ever been to a popeyes outside the hood no like do they have popeyes and i don't know canton i don't know i think popeyes is probably definitely demographically placed like i think they're just they're probably primarily in in Closer to the city. That was the safest way of saying nigga shit. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, like, let me see. The only... The, the three Popeyes that I've been to is... You told me the three Popeyes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, you got your your, your home Popeyes. You got the Telegraph... The one I, I want to on Telegraph and Plymouth. Um... Greenfield and Joy. <laughs> I say, if you don't say Greenfield and Joy, it's going right. to be a problem. That, that was the one I used to always go to. And then, uh, Grand River and Southfield. <laughs> and, yeah, and all those in the fucking hood. Yeah. Another thing I noticed about, see, I think that's just a, a hood thing with any restaurant. You go outside, far out of the city, you won't see a lot of the plexiglass and stuff like that. So I think that's not a, just a Popeye, just a restaurant thing, just a, even with like retail stores or anything like that. Um, you go out, I, I noticed another thing about restaurants in the city versus outside of the city. Restaurants outside of the city rarely charge you for extra condiments. Like barbecue sauce, <laughs> ranch, all that shit. You go out of the city, you they just give that shit to you. You in the city, they charge that shit for everything. Have you ever been to a McDonald's that had the plexiglass? That had it? Yeah, most of the McDonald's I've been to. I haven't been to one yet that has plexiglass. Oh, you know what? I take McDonald's. that back. It's Burger King that I've been to. You know, even McDonald's. But Burger King, even over there on Grand River, they don't have plexiglass. Yeah, you know, you're right. Um... I have I've been to some without, but I uh, McDonald's. Never seen a McDonald's. Only one never that, been to one that had plexiglass. Only one that only one I you know that now that I think about it, the one on Greenfield and, and Plymouth, uh, with good reason they have it. They have plexiglass. See, that's what I was about to because my first thought because that's the McDonald's that I frequented the most in my life, and that one does. Yeah. So I was sitting here trying to think of other McDonald's that I've been to, and actually I can't. Yeah, even Murder Mac. Like, I think even other Murder Mac doesn't even that, have plexiglass. I haven't been to Murder Mac in a long time, but you no, know, the one on Southfield and Joy. Yeah, they don't even have plexiglass. Right. Now that I think about it, so yeah, maybe I haven't been that, inside that the Murder Mac in a long time. I used to work at McDonald's. My first real job, where you know I had to pay taxes or whatever. So high school, <laughs> first non drug dealing job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, it was McDonald's on. Uh, it was a brand new McDonald's. They just built it. It was on Six Mile Illinois. Okay. And I remember. Oh, they by U D. Yep. I was one of the first employees when they actually built that, and I was in the first crew that ever worked there. <laughs> Me and my buddy Mike, the Mike. one that we <laughs> Mike, anyway, you know, the one stay with his grandma. Yeah. Man. They got robbed. Uh, one year they got robbed, and 
guy came in and uh, he he jumped up on top of the counter. <laughs> Had his gun and was telling this the girls behind the, the counter, you know, give me the money. He was the Joker or some shit. Like, you had to do Robert <laughs> extravagantly. And like, I, yeah, just like poke your gun through like your sleeve or in your no, fucking he hoodie counter. pocket. He I jumped on the counter. Bitch, give me all the money. Like, why are you the fucking counter. Joker right now? He jumped on the counter and he demanded the money. I'm in the back working in the grill area. My, my buddies were all in the back working in the grill area, right? So my buddy was like, oh shit, they didn't rob. And I was like, bye. No, I was like, <laughs> I said, for some odd reason, I was like, man, I want to see how this plays out. <laughs> so the girl that was on the counter, she started hollering. She closed her drawer and ran to the back. And the guy was just standing there looking dumbfounded like, I cannot believe she didn't open the thing for He got me. the gun out. Like, what the yeah, fuck about I was going to say, did he just hop on the counter and say, give me the money? Did he have a gun? No, he had a gun and he jumped on top of the counter. And he was like, you said, bitch, give me all, give me the money. Damn. So she <laughs> hollers. a couple of girls up there. So the one girl hollered, slammed the drawer, and she ran to the bank. So me and my buddy, we were back there, you know, in the grill area. We are looking like, well, he ain't gonna get this money, you know. <laughs> and he stood there, and I guess it shocked him that she ran or whatever, and he left. Okay. And they they never even dreamed of putting up plexiglass. There was no like uh, divider or nothing to keep any customer from walking around the counter or nothing. They never put nothing up. Damn, that's great. Now I think I'm trying to think of many McDonald's I go to, but. Yeah, I, now I know a few of them. Now I can think of it that has place of gas. The one on Seven Mile and Lodge has place of gas. Plymouth and Greenfield. But it was weird because the since they got the plexiglass and it's like they got like those uh, the the I guess where you the little uh, I'm gonna say drawers, but where they just feed the food in because there's no real window and shit. Oh, that's there's shit. no turn or nothing. It's just like. They got a door on their end. They oh, open yeah, it up. They, they put that, it. Yeah. But the thing is, like when I, I was there, actually I was there last week. <laughs> and <laughs> actually I was there earlier. No, think about it. I was there last week, and a couple of people came in there and they ordered ice cream cones. So they had to like bring them out since they couldn't put them in that thing. <laughs> yeah, them so, and I was thinking like, man, that would probably be the best way to rob them. It's just as soon as they come off of an ice cream, because they got to open order the door. Ice cream. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? Like, they got to order ice cream, because they got to open the door. They come out and bring it to you. I'm like, damn, that would probably be the best way they... Hold oh, on, nobody get no idea. <laughs> like, that's all we got to do. Let me get three ice creams and shit. They just go in there. But yeah. Fucking like Mr. Monotone listening to shit. Like, I'm about to rob McDonald's. Right, next right. Week. Like, yeah. And I'm... Yeah, I was thinking like, yeah, they... they yeah, that's... That's crazy. Yeah, it's only... I, it's a few of them, but yeah, you're right. It's a couple I've, I, I could think of. The don't, I don't think the one in um this one on Six Mile in, in Greenfield. I don't think they have plexiglass. But the funny thing that's was, the one I went to when I was in high school because that's what my high school yeah was right at. down the street right. yeah they didn't have plexiglass. The owner of the McDonald's, what he he this was the crazy thing. The one he you worked at yeah the one I worked at okay he didn't install anything to keep you know because really that was the first time somebody ever tried to rob the place and I don't know if they ever got robbed too much after that or you know whatever. But uh, he did install some, uh, like, a little barrier in the drive-thru because people, we would have people pull out of drive you know, if we're taking too long, we'd have people pull out a line and all that, you know, and then the people in the window, you know, get the orders mixed up and all this crazy stuff. Oh, so so you- he installed that to keep customers from pulling out of line, but yet he did nothing for our safety. <laughs> he's know? like, oh, you go get this order you pay. Exactly. You, you, you You're not gonna jump out of line. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Now that that's interesting to me because I can't think of a, a fast food drive through where you can't get out of line. 
Like that's kind of rare. Like he was, he had like the first one that I that I remember that I back then that I seen do that because I remember when he. I can't think of any places that are like, like what that. What is he doing? You know, what are these here for? He explained, well, yeah, I don't want these people, you know, jumping out of line. And stuff. But they can come rob this bitch every yeah, other yeah, week. <laughs> they, they come jump on the counter. You know, that's but. that's the the irony is crazy. But like, I can't I I, I can't think of any drive-throughs where you can't get out of, out the line. Like, that's interesting to me. I can't think of places like that's, that. That's that's that is. Yeah. Like he's an innovator. Like he's he's a trendsetter. That guy. But but they just well, ride. he's not a trendsetter because oh, no. I can't think of any place. Well, you said like guy right. I just thinking of come to America when uh, Samuel L came in. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all I exactly. thought about. Yeah, covering the big ass twelve gauge and shit. Cash like what's coming to America? <laughs> that was McDowell's. 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 Yeah. McDowell's. That was just on TV too the other day. That's one of my favorite. It's on TV every day. Yeah, it, it it is on TV a lot. You haven't seen Coming to America? I've seen I'm it kidding. Once, I don't actually. know if she's seen it. I've seen it one time. Oh, just, one? just one time. Just one time. <laughs> this ain't coming to Canada. I don't well, give a no. fuck. Yeah. Was <laughs> well, like was was were movies that different? No, that's not the case. I think that was just maybe a little oh, okay. before my time. I mean, okay. Like, I don't know what. This came out like 1986 or some yeah. shit. That <laughs> was like, late. I remember. <laughs> I think that was like I think that was was it late eighties or early nineties? Early nineties? He's like, I remember nineteen eighty six. I was writing my dissertation in college and <laughs> not quite. Not quite. But I can honestly say the last time I got on a bus it was nineteen eighty six. The last time you got on a last bus? The last time I got on a bus to ride it, you know, ride a bus like for transportation was nineteen eighty seven. Wow. Why do you remember that so well, that it was 1987? Like, was it a special occasion? Uh, just, uh, well, I went to Cass Tech and had, you know, I used to get rides to school, but I would have to catch, the, you know, the bus going home. And I'd catch the bus over there in Cass Corridor. And, I, yeah, I remember that. It was like, you know, big thing once, you know, I got my car and I didn't have to get on the bus. Because if I took the, uh, the Dexter bus home, it took me three hours. If I God, rode the second bus home, it to was go, like 35 minutes to go, to go home from school. It was three hours. To where minutes. from Cass? To Six Mile Illinois. Wow. Three hours? Like two million stops. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Was, like was Cass, the old Cass Tech, was it really a pickle factory? I, that's what you they know? say. I don't know for sure. I keep wondering, it was like an urban legend, or was that, is that the, real? <laughs> the, 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 the interesting thing, when I got to Cass, they, were, they had just got done with the, the new section of it. Mm-hmm. And they had brand new elevators. Students could not use them. And I think I only had one class in the new section. Everything else was still in the old. It was like the, the new section was, you know, underutilized. And I just couldn't believe that. Yeah, her cast was like, uh, like you said, they had elevators, but you couldn't use them. So not, it was not like in a, the new section. We used them in the, in oh, the old okay. sections when you could. If you didn't want to be late for class, just don't get on. Just don't wait for the elevator. Don't get on the elevator. Okay, because I, I remember all I heard from Cass was like people had to like, I have a class that ended at this time, and the next class at this time, and I had to go up however many flights. I had swim class, I think. Uh, swim class? Yeah, black people with sw- black people had swim yeah, class? it was in the news. Woo! It was actually in the news section. Too. <laughs> that swim class at Redford. So you know how to swim? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Interesting. So I had swim class, like maybe second period or whatever, and my next class was on the eighth floor. So you had five minutes to get to your next class. So, you know, I, the teachers got tired of marking me tardy because I was late every single 
day. Because I had to go from the, you know the basement or whatever the new part all the way up to the eighth floor. Did you make? I don't know. I I, I don't know how cast work. Did you make your own schedules there, or yeah, was you it put your schedule together? Yeah. yeah. So you consciously chose to have well, no, basement to eighth floor. No, back then, uh, it it just depended on how quickly the classes filled up or whatnot. Then you had to like pick and choose, and just so happens when I could get that that next class or whatever, I wanted like I forgot what it was, but I wanted to get it out of the way early. So mm-hmm. the only way I could do that. I had to go up to the eighth floor for it. Cass had a sounds like Cass had a very college like system for classes. Yeah, you picture. I mean, your your counselor set the schedule up as far as you have to take this, 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 and this. Now you pick from the times available and kind of like the teacher you might have. Yeah, wanted sounds just like college. Not, yeah, yeah, you you picked it. Hmm. I don't know if they still do that. You know, to this yeah, day in the knows. new one, but you know, I remember uh, when you were a freshman, you had to you had to have lunch. And I think you had to have at least seven class or six or seven class. I had a one to eight. And I remember I was like, man, when I get, you know, be a junior and a senior, I want to get one of those one to fours or one to fives like everybody else. You know, by lunchtime, by noon, you know, you're out of there. And by the time I uh, graduated, they had stopped it to where you had to have lunch again. When you're a freshman, you had to have lunch, lunch period. Mm hmm. But once you, I think, were a sophomore or, uh, you know, on up, you could kind of skip lunch. You could have, like, a straight one to six or whatever. Wait, what like, do you mean one to six? Just, yes. Uh, you don't mean 1 p.m. to 6 p.m., do you? No, no. no. Uh, first period to all the way six to 6 period. Oh, okay. So you get out of school at about, you know, one thirty or whatever. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. So by the time I became a senior, they stopped that and you had to have lunch. Man, I had. You I had to have it. I had so one to I had one eight all through fucking high school. One to eights. Yeah, first hour to an eighth hour. Yeah. Oh. Got well, it. I had Votech because so that automatically gave me a one. That, um, it gave me because I had to take my four core classes at at school. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, at my home school, Refer. I went to uh, Votech Center for my uh, for four hours. Well, it was really like three. Where so was I, that in relation to Refer? Shit, that was bad. Like, Renaissance. Well, that's what I thought. I was I, like, you went to the one that was I went behind to, Renaissance. I went to right? uh, Randolph. Oh, Randolph. Okay, yeah, that's what I was. So that's I was what there I was from at. like I was there from like eight to ten thirty, and then it was really two and a half hours. And then I would come back, do lunch, and then I would do my four regular classes I had to take. And so I had, I think I had a one to seven. I had a one to seven ninth grade, and then I was in Votech tenth and eleven, so I had one to eight. We might, as well be, we might as well be speaking Portuguese to Cat. She's probably like, what the fuck are they talking about? And the, uh, Votech and Randolph and yeah. this shit. So Votech was basically a, a center where you could do uh, trade classes. So they had electrical, plumbing. Uh, you could even do like a, um, auto, body auto body. You could do horticulture. If you, uh, you could do CAD classes. All, all things were mostly just technical for the most part. Technical or, or, or trade or whatever. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize that that was for everybody. I thought that was just Renaissance people because it was just by Renaissance, so people would leave and go there. And I was like, I don't yeah, know we had to get, we had to had to get there. So I caught the I caught the bus there, and then we did. Would, you have to go to you say you did it from like eight to ten thirty. So did you have to go to Redford first? No, or something. I just went or there. Just go, okay, I went there first. I had to catch the bus there, um, and then. 
they would give us a school bus to go from there back to school. Oh, okay. And then, you know, you could do your you do your regular classes or whatever. All that's moot because moot, all that shit's closed now. <laughs> is, is, is Randolph closed? I don't know. I'm just, I, I want to say Randolph. It might be. I'm assuming it is it's just because everything else Randolph is. Randolph is closed, isn't it? What? Randolph. That was another. Oh, uh, 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 that's uh, over there. That was on Hubble. That's like Hubble and uh, yeah. not Plymouth. Humbling Elmira over to a bright hop. Elmira, because that was by my that was by my house. That could be. Elmira was the street that was next. Well, no, it was. It was Schaefer. Hubble or Schaefer. Hubble and Myers. One of those three. Hubble and Schaefer don't cross. No, no, no. I was just saying Hubble or Schaefer. I'm saying where it was on. I believe it was Hubble though. Is I think it's Hubble. Yeah, bright hop. Elmira was um, the next street over from Plymouth. It was yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. Ryan's. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, that's yeah, okay, yeah, I know you're talking about that's Hubble yeah, that's Hubble in like uh like Joy Road yeah. or Hubble in mm-hmm. Chicago, something like that. I didn't know what that place was for the longest. I was like, what is this place? Yeah, they have a, and then it was a, it was a few of them. You had Bright Off, you had Randolph, you had Go Lightly. Yep, Go Lightly. Um and then I think you had one you had a whole a full school that was just uh, aerospace school, Davis Tech. Where it was just straight aerospace stuff. He had like his was like learning to like fly planes and shit. And what you got now? Nothing. Yeah, I don't even know if uh, Davis is even open. I think that was. I want to say if it was west, it was west almost to the point of going east. I want to say Davis was east side, but I'm not totally sure. So, final question before we wrap up. We were having another conversation. Me and Cat were having on our way over here. We were talking about um, <laughs> sounds. Like we're really sophisticated. We were talking about um, international relations, <laughs> and she was asking why do why do we think other countries hate America so much? Thoughts? Why do you get quiet? Like this is the most controversial thing we talked no, about. I was really thinking. We like, talked about Bill Cosby I, finger like I fucking people with pudding pops and. I, I think I can, <laughs> My thoughts of why other countries hate America so much is because America, the United States, had it's it's like we're policing the world, you know, and and this is a you know it's a free country, and and the other countries you know they got dictatorships and whatever you want to call them, but uh, it's like you have the freedom to go from Michigan to Ohio, you don't need a passport or anything like in some of the other, you know, other countries, you know, that are set up. You have to have papers or whatever to go somewhere. And here you can just go where you want. And I think a lot of the other countries, they hate that. You can actually make a living for yourself here. You know, the whole American dream thing. Yeah. And and like I said, plus America is like in everybody else's business. And if if we would take care of home first, in my opinion, we probably wouldn't have as many problems going on in the United States as that we have. You know, we're we're just like we're feeding the rest of the world, but you know, we can't feed each other here. And a lot of these other country, countries, they can't. Uh, it's hard for them to grasp that. You know. That's my that's I for the most part agree with that. That's my my opinion is like you said, police and police in other countries, and part of the reason 
this is one of the reasons that I voted for Barack Obama in 2008 was because he said that he was going to work on repairing our relationships with other nations. And I thought that was great because I was of the opinion that we need to stay out of other nations' shit. Because other nations, they do what they do. And we, it's, it's, such, a, it's such an arrogant concept to think that everything's great here and other countries need to operate the same way we do. So I look at what they're doing... And I think that's fucked up. So let's go over there and make sure that their shit is in order, kind of like our shit is in order. And it comes off a presumptuous, like, this is what they need to be doing kind of attitude. And if you were, to put it in a smaller perspective, say you in your personal household, you have a way of raising your kids. And you say, you know, I want my kid to go to bed at 8 o'clock. I want him to eat, him or her to eat this dinner. I want them to do these this routine. When they wake up, I want them to do this. And then random nigga from next door kicks your door in and says, I'll let my kid go to bed at this time. Your kid need to go to bed at this time. You be like, who the fuck are you? Like, this is how I run my household. Get the fuck out of here. And I, I, I think that's kind of like how other countries look at us. Like, they operate how they operate over here and then they over there. And they want to come over here and tell us how we need to operate. And I always thought that was fucked up, especially since we're not perfect over here. And at that at, and at that time, we'll, we'll say 2008, which is when he got elected. But even dating prior to that, we've always had this idea of the like the way that we do things is best. And but at least back in we'll say, let's say Clinton era, America was like on top of its game. Like we were killing shit in the 90s, but now. When people in 2015, when people say America's one of the best places to live, blah, 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 get the fuck out of here. Like, we are like borderline trash. Like, our everything, everything about America is like inferior to a lot of like European nations, a lot of other, other continents, like our educational system, trash, our healthcare system, trash, our economy, trash. Like, most shit over here is trash. So it's like, you go like I, I watched the uh, what was the one documentary by uh, the guy that everybody hates, um, Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Yes. Um, the the one about uh, which one was it? One about guns or the. Uh, it wasn't Bowling Columbine. for Columbine. It might have been Fahrenheit nine eleven, but it talked about how in other countries some of the the ways that they operate their systems, like how. He says something like in, I don't remember which country it was. We'll say France for the sake of argument. I think it might have been France. But he says something like the the employees automatically get like two months of vacation or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember what the numbers were. It was a long time ago. But that they get certain amounts of vacation. The kids get certain amount of time off of school. They learn other other languages. You know, it's like it just seems so much more advanced. Maternity leave, shit like that. And it's like. We are right now, as far as like how America is, to me we're like the middle middle ground. Like we're basically mediocre, but we think that we're like killing shit across the board. Whereas like in other countries they're like actually killing shit. Like they're actually like the education systems are unparalleled. People are going to college for free. You know, they're they're healthcare free, you know, vacation time, part of your job, like all that shit. And then we're over here with our mediocre systems like, oh, we're killing it. And then everybody else needs to be killing it like we're killing it. And it's like trash. 
And like I don't I think that's why they hate us. It's not because they're jealous of our freedom. It's because we're over here with our mediocre ass everything telling them like, hey, you need to be like us. And then not just telling them, but then going over there like, yeah, we think the way you run your country is shit. So we we're going to get rid of how you do it. And we're going to try to get you to do what we do over here. And how could anybody not be resentful of that? Like, I'd be resentful of that. Like, like I said, with parenting, people have different ways, different ways of parenting their kids. Some are actually legit wrong. Some are maybe right for you, but different from somebody else. That doesn't make your system wrong. It just makes it different. But if somebody else comes into your system and is like, hey, this is my system and I think my system is better for you. You're automatically going to be resentful. And like I, I, I don't I don't understand why we feel such a need to implement our ways into other nations. And that's automatically going to create resentment. And it's valid. Like so I don't I don't think that anybody who hates America is necessarily wrong. Like I I I feel like if I was from a nation, another nation, I'd probably hate America too, honestly. Like like and I'm if I didn't have if I had a like I have a situation where you know I can't just up and go. If I could, I probably would just up and go. Like but you know I can't just take my son and then his mother's like, "Hey, what the fuck?" you know. So I have to take other things into account. But if I was like a single or something like that or or if it was just me and her and we could just leave, I I'd push for that. And even if it's just to go like the the differences between just here in here in Canada, like she said, well she didn't say earlier, but where she grew up, Amherstburg. Then you say it's like one of the the safest city in Canada yeah, or some shit like that. Where I grew up is one of the top five safe, safest counties in all of Canada. So all of Canada and yeah. Canada, the size of Canada is Canada's huge, yeah. and the yeah, state one of the safest. Yeah. One of the safest cities in Canada is 30 minutes from one of the most dangerous, impoverished, shitty cities in all of the United States. And you can drive 30 minutes and be in one of the safest places in Canada. Like, that's insane to me, man. And, like, I've always kind of felt like America was cocky with their shit. But, like, now it's, like, really bad. Because now it's not even valid. Like, if you look in the 90s... It was kind of valid. Like, we are really killing shit. But now, we ain't killing nothing. Like, there's nothing really happening over here where you could say, like, America's the best place to be. And, like, like, and just looking at our schools, like, you talked about, like, just talking about, like, the Votex and all that shit. And, like, I did this with school and then I would go here. And then we had, like, all these school organizations and shit like that. And, like, right now, it's like, school is trash. Like, my high school, when I went to my high school, it was... Top, top three or five, something like that, in the nation. Like, best schools in the nation. And I think now if you looked at the top 200 list of high schools in the nation, my my high school, former high school, wouldn't even be in it. And like, that's... Well, mine sells groceries now. So <laughs> it's not even existing. <laughs> Yours is a Meyer. Right, right. <laughs> Very good no, Meyers, too. Right, right. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it open? Yes, yes open. it's been open for a while now. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. went yeah. over there and... Uh, well, it can't have been open for a while. The last six months. Okay, then that's not a yeah, while. I'll say a while doesn't six okay, months. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, when I was taking my son to... um, Okay, so 
when I was taking my son to his, is it was his like kindergarten kind of is currently like his summer camp, but when I was taking him there, back when ninety six was closed for reconstruction, so I had to take six mile all the way out to Livonia. It was being built, so that was maybe like a year ago tops. Mm-hmm. So it was being built. Now it's actually open and yes, operational? Yeah, open yes, operational. Okay, I didn't know that. I went there about two weeks ago. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, I might have to actually go I've there. Because like, that technically might be the closest, like, actually legit grocery store to me. I could probably get to to a Target in Dearborn quicker, but, like, if that Meyer is open and operational, like, well, not if, you just said it was, but, like, that Meyer is, it's, it, it's nice. It's I, in the I, conversation. Like this. There's no need for me to go to uh, Livonia, you know, anymore. I can go. It's a lot quicker. You know, I go you straight down Grand down. River down. Right, right, right. Grand right. River. I was, you know, it was nice. I was in and out, you know. That's something for me to factor in when he's at his, his grandma's place because that, that's, that, well, I don't know. It might not be quicker than going to Dearborn. But, like, yeah, that's, that's a factor now. I didn't know it was open. I don't think I have anything to add as far as I think y'all I think you both have covered what I kind of thought about um, why others are pro- other places are <clears throat> could be upset or angry with you. I think it's the, I think the biggest thing I could probably agree with is just uh, the arrogance of America and Americans and so forth, and the whole always having their nose in other uh, other countries' business. <clears throat> I think right right around the time where you know. Um, Mike Brown was killed in um, in St. Louis. I remember one of the, one of the days when you know Obama had like a I would call it a press conference about it, but the press conference started with China their shit. dealings with Egypt, Egypt, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you even talking about Egypt? With like this is a it this this shouldn't share the same conference. Like mm-hmm. you should be dealing with the stuff at home, and that should be the whole. Conference should be talk. Uh, the whole that whole thing should be talking about the dealings in your your country. You, you know, you have people. You know, you have police who are you know are given jobs for you know protecting service things like that. And you have such a catastrophe like like that happen. It shouldn't be shared with shit that's happening in other countries and shit like that. You know. So, but yeah, I, I definitely agree with both of those. And it's um, part of what fucked me up to him, man. Was he made that promise that he was going to do that, and uh, like now. The vast majority of the time, when I get like a um, uh, like a notification on my phone that he's about to speak, he's speaking on some shit about Iran or all this other shit. And I understand that's important, but like to me, I don't want to hear about that shit. That that was my whole point in two thousand eight. Like, I don't give a fuck what's going on in other countries. We're too fucked up over here for me to care about sending troops to who to wherever or what's going on, or whatever, or other people's crisis and all that shit. Like. Man, this and and then now it's it's completely different. Like now it's like a million times worse. Like there's way too much fucked up shit going yeah. over here for I, me to care what's going I, on. I somewhere think he, else. I think he had a great opportunity when he first came into uh, presidency to 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 slowly cut that out as far as their their dealings with other countries, but it just never happened. It, okay, it, you get elected president, you're only in there for eight years. You know, if you get reelected, you're in there eight years. You can't undo a couple hundred years of mismanagement in eight years. And every time 
you get someone in there, they may have the best intentions in the world, but because of our system of checks and balances, it's hard to get anything done. And that's part of the problem. You can't, it doesn't matter who the president is, what he addresses, he, he, he won't satisfy everyone. Plus, you just cannot undo all of the wrong in, in, in eight years. Now, we get a new president, like everybody's running for president now. You know, it seems like, you know, especially on the Republican men, everybody's running for president. But the next guy that gets in there, he's going to spend the first four years bad mouthing what, you know, Obama did. You know, it's it's a vicious cycle. And this country, they'll never get out of that in our lifetime. It's not going to happen because you, Probably not. you can't you can't undo 400 years of mess. You know, my thing is when they started this country. They started. They started off on the wrong foot to begin with. If 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 you look at history for what it is, okay. When the first settlers came over here, you know those were the, I would say the dregs of society from England. You know they were leaving. Get out of here. You're you're kicked out. You know. So they come over here, and the first one of the first things they do, they turn on the people that kept them alive. You know, the Indians, they, they got a raw deal in the whole thing. You know, how do you come over here and how do I come to your house and, oh, I discovered your house now. <laughs> you know, now, now get out. You know, they just, to me, they started off on the wrong foot and they 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 kept going that way. And I, I, I'll go out on a limb and say it. This country was, you know, the founding fathers. I call them the founding faggots. <laughs> you know, this country was founded by murderers, rapists. Killers, yep. And it's 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 a fact, you know. You enslave a whole other race of people, not because you're superior or because of this or that, because you're lazy. You're lazy. Yep. And that 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 you know the the Indians got it first, then the you know Africans got it, you know. So it's it's just a vicious cycle, and it will not be. I, I just feel bad for our, not so much as you know the. Our kids, the next generation, but the gener- their, you know, their kids and their kids' kids. I, I, I feel sorry for them, you know, because this country will never be as great as it claims to be. But on the, the flip side of that, you know, just by through social media or, you know, TV and all the outlets that we have, just if you look at some of, you know, the other, like the third world countries and all that, it's like at the end of the day, I still would rather be here probably than, well, this is all I'm used to, but I would rather be here than some of the other countries because for everything else that might be good somewhere else, there's something over there that you can't do that you freely can do here. Right. You know, so you have to look at all of that. Like they say, you know, if the grass isn't greener on the other side, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just this country will never straighten itself out because it's, it's too much BS to checks and balance the system. It'll never be straight. Mm-mm. Not in our lifetime. And the issue is that the perception among the politicians here is that it's the top of the it's the top of the mountain. If they acknowledge the fact that you said is is it can never be straight here, if they acknowledge the fact that it's flawed and worked on those flaws, then we can actually work on being what we perceive ourselves to be 
But while we entertain the thought that we're untouchable and that we're flawless and that everybody else is fucked up and we're going to work on making them flawless like us, then how are we going to get to a point where we're actually worthy of what we think that we are? And I don't think that we can because it seems like somebody might get on the campaign trail and act like, what did she say? Happy birthday. Oh. She Again? Give, she's giving she give another shirt. <laughs> yeah, she's in her second bottle. <laughs> Like, damn, bitch, it was a happy birthday two hours ago. But, yeah. But, yeah, that's my thoughts. Well, I'm good. How how far are we? Uh, we're at two hours. Mm, time to wrap up. Well, thank you, guests, for uh, for coming out. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. Any, any closing words? Uh, No. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening. God oh, bless. <laughs> give us money on GoFundMe. <laughs> oh yeah, so, here are my GoFundMe because we are uh, collecting uh, to get our uh, better equipment, and uh, you have our links. And uh, we we'll see you next week. Peace.